guy walked into some kind of machine that was supposed to be disconnected from the power, and it wasn't, and it came on while he was in it, and he is he just basically evaporated. Yeah. There's somebody somebody else. This was <laughs> probably like two years ago or so that whatever part of this machine there's I guess it's like kind of like something like a chip shredder or something like that but dude fell in and the uh this is good Halloween content honestly (laughs) (laughs) industrial accidents the uh, industrial accident section I guess whenever he he fell in nobody was with him so nobody saw it Mm. but then when I don't know if it was like paper itself or something else along the, the the chain as far as making paper had his shirt material in it and they were like oh mm. shut it down <laughs> like this looks like Bobby's toe there's people in this paper <laughs> oh god oh god <laughs> welcome to a new episode New Southern Heretics. We're uh, back here joined with uh, my co-host Ted. Hello. And with our one of our favorite returning communists. <laughs> the captain of the gourd himself, Joseph Williams. Hi. Here to here to ring in your sawin with some, some spookiness. Yeah. <laughs> Man, add a little tankiness to to the whole to the whole thing. We're gonna go on a spooky helicopter ride. <laughs> so buckle up, strap in, turn out the lights. Is that a, there weren't any harnesses in this thing. What's uh, what's up with that? You ain't gonna need a harness. You'll be all right. Nah, we Just gotta go. Hang tight. <laughs> you know, there's a little trick you can do when you buckle your anus really tight with a cable. You can hold on to the seat with your butt cheeks. <laughs> Anywho, enjoy hey, the ride. Hey, we're going to have a Johnny movie star over here. You want to hang from the helicopter? We got to do it. We gotta, it's going to be real safe. I'll show you just how to do it. We do it all the time. Oh, my God. Have you ever um, you ever seen a Twilight Zone, the movie? Yeah, I love that movie. Have you ever seen it? No, I've seen the Twilight Zone. Yeah, it's from, uh, it's from the 80s. They redo, like, f- four, like, episodes or, like scenes, acts, or whatever you want to call it, stories. Um, different director does each one. John Lithgow redoes the, the thing where the gremlin on the plane yeah. and whatnot. Oh, it's really so good. good. Like, good creature effects, too, for like an 80s movie. Mm-hmm. My favorite thing about the whole thing is just the intro and outro with Dan Aykroyd. Yeah! Is that, uh, uh, he's, the, so he's the Rod Serling character in that? No, he's like, it's sort of just like a, it's almost just a bit. Like it's like the the frame the framing story. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, exactly. It it kind of just like it's throwaway really, but it's just it's, yeah. and Dan Aykroyd at the time I guess is probably still kind of coming off like well he's, he's doing Ghostbusters at the time and he was a he was a hot ticket up until Nothing But Trouble. And what wasn't he uh, in the original SNL cast or my mess mess it, up? He was early early SNL. Early I don't SNL. know if that was the original. He. He may not have been. I know he was on SNL. But no, I'm thinking of Steve Martin, I believe. But yeah, like no, Steve Martin was, was the, a guest that they would, or a host. He was the Conehead, right? He was yeah. yeah, yeah, he was. He was. That's right. Okay. But there's, um, 
Millennials trying to remember. <laughs> <laughs> this is scary. Yeah. <laughs> back in my dad's day. My dad always told me about this. You know, back in the 80s and 90s, things were different with the movies. They'd really scare you. It's, the, it's a good bit, though. Like, he's like, uh, he picks up a hitchhiker, and they're going, and like, he's talking to him. I don't really remember what I think he on. is the hitchhiker. No, he's not. He's the driver. It's the, it's the switch. It's because you're thinking the hitchhiker's probably effed up. Or is he the hitchhiker? I think he's the hitchhiker. <laughs> the other, the other one's Steve Gutenberg. Because at the end of the movie, he's the ambulance N- Nemo's dad is driving the car, and then, yeah, at the end, he's driving the ambulance. Okay. But anyways, he looks at the guy, and he's like, uh, they're talking about something scary or whatever, and he's just like, you want to see something really scary? And then he turns around and comes back, and he's just like this fucking monster. <laughs> like, it's like, like thriller kind of. Yeah. Like. So it ends with the John Lithgow gremlin on the plane classic thing where they just kind of redid that and John Lithgow's you know getting put on a stretcher strapped to the bed he's like it was a real gremlin you know just like raving in the back of the ambulance and they get in the ambulance and like he's like so you saw something scary on the plane it's Dan Aykroyd it's the ambulance driver Mm. and he's just like you want to see something really <laughs> scary? And then it just credits out. You know? I, I, that's my favorite thing. That's it's, it's, it's good. Um, that's clever. The um, I think it was uh, the first segment on there. I forget what it's called, but I think it's an Ivan Reitman one. But it's this, <coughs> it's this bigot. He um, shows up to a bar after, uh, after he gets done with work, and he, um, he's had a rough day. You know, he didn't get that promotion. You know, some quote, some they gave it to some Jew. <laughs> and his his friends are like, you know, like, oh, geez, Ralph, or whatever his name is. Oh, that's, you know, that's terrible, but you probably shouldn't, you know. I don't think him being Jewish has anything to do with it. And then he starts talking about Arabs and blacks and all, all these other diff, just different groups that, not me, you know, mm-hmm. and... A group of dudes next to him are like, 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 hey, we don't have to, we don't mind what you think, but you need to keep your voice down. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so he he um, leaves the bar, and all of a sudden he goes outside. His car's not there. And he turns around, and the bar's different. And he's in Europe whenever the Nazis are under control. Oh, I remember that. And he keeps avoiding capture and then he'll get like shot or something and then he'll wake up and he's like a, a black man now in the in south the during reconstruction oh, oh, okay, okay. and then he'll he goes on an empathy tour yeah, <laughs> yeah. and then he was uh, a, a Vietnamese during the Vietnam he's getting shot like every time well there was another scene where he has a turnabout and he is back in vietnam and he's helping these two boys run away from the american soldiers that are there just clearing a village so they can say hey we 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 cleared a village you know safe yeah 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 go team (laughs) this village is 100 percent free now (laughs) this village is clear yeah (laughs) but um there's a helicopter chase in it and there's a scene where the helicopter is uh, floating above them, and they're like, the actor and these two boys are running through this like shin deep water. Something happens while they're filming, helicopter goes down and decapitates all three of the actors. What the fuck? Oh, that's, Wait, that's, right. in, real, that's in real life? And th- that's in real life, and that 
Oh, shit. It turns out that they were shooting not only without permits for, like, the stunt itself, but there were miners that were working at, like, 2 a.m. Oh, And man. it completely changed uh, uh, how filmmakers handle stunts with children in movies. Uh, that is a movies. spooky helicopter ride. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I had to paint a picture that we got there. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! Uh, you can you can see the clip on like YouTube online. You can find it, and it just all three of the actors instantly like the adult actor. Forget his name, but from like the mouth, like uh, up. Choo, he was like, um, gone. I, he was somebody. He was in a lot of movies at the time. I'm gonna look it up real quick. Mm. I mean to. <clears throat> That's horrible, but I mean, if you're gonna go, that's a quick. He was quick, like, quick, I, I <laughs> remember, yeah, instant, yeah. instant. I remember seeing this story and looking it up, and it was one of those like you've seen this actor before. Yeah, like, well, one like, of those Dang. like one of those like B movie guys who's in everything. Or at least he was probably Back like maybe a TV star in like the seventies or something mm. as well. I'm not yeah, too sure. Yeah, he did TV, and but that was much more common back then. Like I was just saying about the character actor thing, you don't really have character actors anymore because they have to build everyone to be a leading person right right you have a lot of character actors that are hangovers from like the 90s and stuff Mm -hmm. but we don't really have new ones because when you're coming up they're like you don't want to be a gimmick director you ever ever met daniel day lewis Fucking asshole! It's <laughs> like this. I feel Nobody like he's recycling Keanu Reeves and Dwayne Johnson and shit. Right? It's just like we need a big muscular guy wearing a safari shirt for this for this one. There's a uh, <laughs> spooky safari. Spooky <laughs> safari. <laughs> Did you guys ever watch Thirty Rock? Uh, I've seen some episodes. There's a. Uh, it used to be, I think, uh, Comedy Central, like. Like, uh, what do you call it? Like, reruns or something uh, like right. that? When it was syndicated. Yeah, yeah, I was, like, staying with my parents in my early 30s. There's a... Um, it, has a it has a lot of cutaways, because it's about the the TV industry. You know, there's a lot... Um, and Tracy Morgan's one of the main characters, and they do a lot of cutaways to other um, shows and movies he's done. Right. And there was one called Werewolf Bar Mitzvah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, uh, Werewolf Bar Mitzvah, spooky, scary, boys becoming men. Men becoming wolves. <laughs> it's just funny as shit. Man, they could have rhymed it there with men becoming hairy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Missed opportunity. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got plenty of ideas, folks. <laughs> I got ideas. And I was saying that uh, screenplay. When I was um, oh, staying with my parents in my early thirties, that like, cause I don't have cable, you know, like, but my parents are baby boomers, mm-hmm. so like, they had cable, and it helped deal with the the depression of being in your thirties and being back home mm-hmm. with a, uh, you know. Mom and Dad, but um, I would watch a, a Thirty Rock, the reruns of that, and there was something else I started like. It was like an old show that like I Parks and Rec maybe, mm-hmm. where like I never really watched it much, but like I enjoyed it. But mm-hmm. man, they they their house is fucking like I don't I don't know what it is. Almost every place they've lived, there's something spooky about like. The house sometimes your, your parents' house. Yeah, yeah, and like it's sometimes it's like just spooky, you know, where it's just like like a cold spot in a house, or you know, you feel like someone else is in the room. Oh, yeah. But but there's nothing really like tangible with that, you know. It's just it's just spooky, you yeah. know. But there's been other places where it's been like weird, like like just like paranormal, like happenings. Stuff. Yeah. Have you ever had? 
a paranormal experience before, Joe? I personally, I don't think I really have, but lots of kind of weird... Okay, like the house I live in right now, like when we first moved into it, I started getting like weird vibes, but like I feel like it may be one of those things that thrives on negativity or something if it is real, or maybe like we like if this is I'm sorry I'm like stoned now so I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> but um, <laughs> like okay so if like if they are like real or whatever like they're you know our inner our negative energy like conjures up the stuff or is it like when we're kind of in a depressed sort of net like where we would say we're feeling negative or whatever mm-hmm. is, does that sort of enhance this like paranoia sense or something right but anyways that's just like a, an idea that just popped into my stone brain but um like in this house that we moved into i was kind of, we were kind of going in through a rough thing in our relationship and stuff and then the house itself like it just it was a for we bought a foreclosure right because it was 2015 and there were a ton of them and it was like super affordable and like i mean you know i understand how it got there some dude wasn't able to pay his mortgage and got jacked out of his house but now it's on the market for like a year and a half Mm -hmm. so it's weird like i knew that going into it and but like we go there and i feel these vibes and there's like I think he, like, did some weird electrical work and had, like, a welder thing going on. There was, like, a bullet hanging from, like, one of the... The, uh... Pool chain? Yeah, pool chain and the fan. You know, just, like, this this guy had a large gun collection, I bet. <laughs> but, uh, Probably a blast at parties. Well, so, like, I was cleaning out one of the plants because we had this big wiregrass bush, and I start cutting it out, trying to get out. You know, it was huge, so it took forever. But I get kind of close in the middle of it, and there's a for sale sign with like 21 bullet holes in it like seriously like this guy unloaded at least like clips into this thing and then whoever it was just threw it into the wiregrass bush or whatever but there was just all these bullet holes in it and i'm just like geez this somebody was not happy about this house getting mm. sold but um anyways i'll be like in the house and like just get that feeling just like you know like where you're just like feel like a presence yeah you feel like you're being watched or something mm-hmm. like i'll get it all the time and like if we have this there's like this ad addition where he, he converted a garage into some kind of workroom or something but we use it as like you know just whatever his uh tech kaczynski room i think so <laughs> but like, i can feel stuff coming from in there all the time and it's like dark you know and like it'll be like one o'clock in the morning two o'clock in the morning mm. and like like you just feel like somebody's looking at you from that room well to bounce off of that and kind of what you prefaced it with like I think like that time of day is like you know it's, if you're t- if you're talking about uh, electromagnetic energies yeah. I guess or something like that it's it's a high point for the, for the low vibrational stuff right because it's it's kind of like the closer you get to the um, the sun breaking dawn right uh-huh. the, the the darker everything is yeah right you know in theory you know i'm I'm no scientician so you know (laughs) but but like um that would definitely i think would attract things that are higher dimensional that we we don't know what they are you know what i mean yeah so like and i think that um we we can unpack this in greater greater detail as well but um houses can act like both like circuitry and a sponge like at the same time like 
so like you can you can have a layout of a house that will kind of like how churches will act like a, a dynamic microphone at times sure. where you can have the layout send energy or a signal throughout right yeah and you you create energy so like you you go into some of these like really old cathedrals and churches and they're laid out and even lined with like gold or copper sometimes like conductive metals into this sacred geometry like layout of the building itself mm-hmm. and you can stand in there and like and like it will just reverberate throughout the whole thing right yeah. like and uh pass that signal along elsewhere throughout the building kind of like how circuitry with a dynamic microphone would be you, you don't need that 48 volts mm-hmm. like to push it right yeah you just once once you've got a closed circuit boom like it yeah. works so i think that like things like on an astral level would be similar to how you lay like your your building out yeah right and like so like hallways hallways are designed for one thing to send something through right it's a conduit so whether that's information or people or six dimensional demons <laughs> aliens angel type things oh, what yeah. what whatever they may be but um liminal spaces yeah the hallways of uh, Transition, transitionary um, geometry. You're going from one place to another. Yeah, it's completely transitory. Mm-hmm. Like, it, like that's what it's designed to do, right? Mm-hmm. So, Maybe, like, I'm sorry. I, I was just saying that, like, different things. If, like, if you notice in like my hallway, all, all my doors are open, mm-hmm. right? Like, I, I, I prefer it that way. You know, this like, is an odd little hit, though. Like, I was just thinking about hallways in general, how they're like kind of creepy, and then how that motif kind of gets used in like horror mm-hmm. in general like the like yeah the classic like stephen king shining yeah. hallway like because you're going down and like there are all these doors and at any point one of them could open it's like you could get ambushed by something random that's a recurring yeah. theme too um in <clears throat> books and film the uh dream sequence of walking down a hallway oh, and then yeah. opening a door at the end and they'll, they'll always have that recurring dream they don't, they don't know what's behind that last door you know yeah <clears throat> the um, never thought about hallways like this before. Yeah. Wow. I I, I think because like with with me personally, not saying that like ghosts aren't the stereotypical like you know like a man died here and now his spirit remains. Right. It's, it's like that seems kind of a shitty post existence, don't you think? Where it's like, hey, you made it. Welcome to hell. Oh, it's just it's same, just same house. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. It's the same thing, bro. You can go wherever you want, though. But well, like good luck the, touching stuff. I kind of like the idea that it's more like a a remnant mm-hmm. or something. Like, yeah, yeah, like um, like an echo almost. They, yeah. I think it's called um, stone table theory. I think that's what it's called. But the idea, like you were saying, with the the house that you're living in. I think it's safe to assume that guy's probably still alive or was shortly ap- yeah, after maybe. you, maybe, but, you know, but he seemed to maybe left a negative presence in your house. That doesn't mean he's dead and now he's haunting your house. Right, right. You know yeah, I mean? yeah, like, for sure. But the the energy that was left behind by him still resonates, you know, still yeah. reverberates off the off the yeah. walls of the house. You yeah, can, yeah, that's a good point. Imagine just like a seething anger all the time. There's like, the, yeah. The, um, and what you said about 
the dynamic microphone made me think of this. There is a certain mineral <clears throat> that's used in magnetic tape, like for audio recording, um, that has to be mined out of the ground. And I don't know if this is true. It's just one of those things you read on the internet. But there's this mine where they, uh, I don't remember where it is, where they, they mined the majority of the mineral used in magnetic tape that um, you can go into that cave that they mined it out of and you can still hear the workers mining that, that mineral because that mineral is specifically used oh, to absorb what? audio. Yeah. That'd be insane. So like the whole the whole mine is <laughs> my jaw is just a tape, tape recorder. Tape. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. It's a geological tape recorder. No, I was gonna say like I mean, yeah, the stuff you hear on the internet like that, like um like I've heard that like you just like to just cuss at that like just like yell and scream at it or like to do like something religious or something mm -hmm. but like so that's what I'll do and I get that feeling at the house now I'll just be like hey fuck off mm -hmm. I live here now you're an idiot I, I hate you go away <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know but like, like the power I, of like, Christ compels you I was gonna say like I've like I'll sleep on the couch sometimes and I will like come out of a dead sleep wake up and be looking at a, at a spot you know, like I'm like and there's nothing there right but I'm like why do I feel like there was just something standing there but anyways like that's when I'll be like ah, fuck off <laughs> no I've done that too I'm yeah like um and you know in your 20s you live in 20 different places you know in 5 years or whatever it's like uh sometimes you just get a spooky apartment you know and, and it's 3 in the morning and you're like Whoever's here, get the fuck out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, and maybe it's just about, you know, beefing yourself up a little bit. Mm. It's like mm. own ego massage or something. You're just going to go. <gasps> but at, at, at the know? same time. I don't know, because sometimes I'm absolutely terrified. But I'm like, you better watch out. <laughs> 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 the, uh, I think the most common version of a ghost story is, um, I don't know, my cat like freaked out at this thing in the corner that I couldn't yeah. see or like the, the baby was talking, you know, talking to somebody that wasn't yeah. there, you know, it's like, there is, there's something to, you know, non-corporeal presence, you know, I think that is a thing, whether, it, or whether it's a reverberation of like past trauma that happened there right. or if it's literally a dead person's spirit, you know, because we don't know what it, we kind of are observing a phenomenon because we don't know what it is. Like we can almost be certain it's not exactly any one of the things we've kind of come up with for it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I, I think that, um, again, to, not to keep beating the same dead horse over and over, but I think that, um, depending on how you lay out the architecture itself, I think you can create a portal sometimes that kind of like how like stereotypical Ouija board or seance will do where it's like opening a door, right? Yeah. But your architecture itself is like a portal, like is a door. I'm not sure how you specifically would lay it out, but like I think a lot of times how you have your living space also does it. Like I've rearranged my... um my entire like house before because of like <laughs> bad vibes you know where it's just like like i am not feeling the way the energy is flowing in like the house so just <laughs> rearrange everything um there was there was one house i lived in and this was in my early 20s so like i was 
I didn't have like the imagination of a child anymore to be like, like oh, spooky, you know, yeah. like scary stuff. But there, this house we lived in, I think I've talked about it with Ted before. Um, when you when you look at it from top down, it almost looks like a um, like a, a circle or a press set of lips, right? <laughs> you would walk in the front door and uh, long one of those old Valdosta 1920s houses, right? So you, you walk in, it's a long horizontal living room, right? Where there's like just one big open room from left to right mm -hmm. and a wall, probably 10, 12 feet uh, from the door. Well, probably more than that, maybe 20 feet from the door. Um, and then all of the bedrooms, the kitchen, the bathrooms, all were behind this wall. All of them as well, my bedroom had two doors, one that led into the hallway with the other doors and one that led into the kitchen. So the whole back half was in essence connected, right? Mm -hmm. the, there were, uh, on one side of my room where the, the, uh, the hallway was kind of branched off like petals were two bedrooms and a bathroom. On the other end, the kitchen had branched off uh, the laundry room, and there was like a little, I guess, like side room that was in there, like in front of the laundry room. Mm -hmm. But um, there was weird stuff that, and my two roommates at the time, that they they did not believe in ghosts or paranormal stuff. They're just like, like that's films, fantasy, yeah. whatever. Yeah, sure. But um, I I would have a couple of times like my doors would open and you can explain that with the draft but sometimes it would be like one door would open close the other door opens closes yeah like, that that doesn't yeah <laughs> it doesn't work like that yeah that that doesn't it, make if sense you, if you have a door that's cracked you know and it opens you're like okay somebody just walked in the house and there's a air pressure or the air conditioner came on right yeah. right yeah but opening and then closing, it's like... And then the other door afterwards, like somebody was just like, Oh, pardon me, excuse yeah, me. Yeah. Didn't realize you're in here. You just got... Uh, just passing through. You, yeah. just, you just got cramered by a ghost. Yeah. <laughs> there were, there were uh, a couple of times where we would have uh, folks say that, um, like friends said, like somebody like sat with them on the couch while they were sleeping, staying over. I've yeah. had that for sure. And I, I never thought anything about it. Um, I was just like, like oh, that's kind of creepy. Um, then I, uh, I slept on the couch one night and something sat down next to me and like, I could feel the indentation. I was like, something is sitting right by my head. And then it happened another night. Is why you're going to sleep? No, no. It woke me up. I was already asleep mm -hmm. and like, I woke up and feel something sit down we had a sectional so it's like l-shaped mm -hmm. right so i'm right where the l the curve is at so i feel something sit down right next to my head and i'm like huh and i reach over and there's a big indentation right there <laughs> like that's fucking weird and it goes away i'm like okay so i just go back to sleep that's fucking creepy and it happened another night and uh, we had a cat bootsy and bootsy was by my feet and I feel something sit down by my feet as as well in the couch and then slaps the couch to get the cat to move and the cat like takes off moving what the fuck yeah I mean I've definitely had the sensation of a bed shifting like somebody was sitting down mm -hmm. next to me on the bed 
or just or just the sensation of somebody being next to me you know like what usually while I'm half asleep you know um, but actually like somebody slapping the bed like no that's that's insane it's, it was kind of unnerving there there was another time we would hear voices sometimes and sometimes it would be like drunk rednecks like just lost walking to and from a bar somewhere like get in between the houses there yeah and it's like well bro that's not fucking cool yeah bro. you're like you're like two feet from my window it's two o'clock in the morning there yeah. was one night people were parked in the backyard and like it, it was like it was like what like what are they doing like how did they even from, from which yard did they traverse to get yeah, there yeah city living they peeled yeah. off. They peeled off like they pulled around to the front yard, and I opened the front door, and they peeled off in a truck. And I was like, "That is fucking so weird." But um, this this one time, I heard a voice. I'm the only one home, and um, I'm in the front room, this long living room, and I'm watching the Birdcage. Right? I've seen the bird. <laughs> I've seen the Birdcage a bunch. It's of your times. favorite movie. I mean, it's not the best Robin Williams movie, but it's a damn good one for sure. But um, it's at the at the climax of the movie where it's like the dinner party, right? And you know the the uh, housekeeper uh, played by uh, Hank Azaria is like you know wearing shoes for the first time because he he doesn't wear the shoes; they make him fall down. So he always wears <laughs> barefoot, and he's trying to sound masculine. So he's like, I I don't wear the shoes because they make me fall down. Yeah, right. <laughs> and there's. A scene where he's like in the kitchen like everything's going wrong like the dinner's terrible and I've seen the movie a bunch so like I'm probably stoned so I'm not laughing aloud or anything I'm just enjoying the movie yeah, right? yeah. and I hear a man from back in the laundry room laugh at the movie like jovially like <laughs> whoa and, like, <laughs> loud and like clear and I'm like even like me just laugh make me tingle a little bit but like I it, it that that was like I think like at the point where I was like okay there's something like up with this house like it's more than just we we had had friends before in the laundry room like while we're smoking they would have a panic attack thinking that like somebody was in the laundry room with us I just ch chalked it up to them just being paranoid because we smoked <laughs> yeah. but yeah like after after I heard like whatever man that was laughing in the laundry room, and like like it's you it, it was it's it's clear it'd be like like where Joe's at and hearing it from like right there yeah like that's so weird that was in this house no oh, no okay. no this was at a house on Halton <laughs> get out of here actually <laughs> gotta go I, I've never really had like any spooky feelings in this house I mean initially because like I was alone and like kind of like remote you mm -hmm. know but I, did, I actually like I used to live not too far from here actually yeah I lived there for like eight to ten months and that was probably like th I just feel like this area just has like a really just good good vibes mm -hmm. I don't know it's just like someone blessed this whole like ten square miles at one point maybe <laughs> or something I don't know. There, there is, dude. Like, cause there's, there's some places like, like the, the Swanee, like, uh, state park or whatnot. Mm -hmm. Like, I've been in that park like in the middle of the night, not, not during a, 
a big festival or anything, but like, you know, like a random like Saturday or something. When yeah. There's nothing fun going on, but just been tripping nuts in those woods at night and just been like no like fear of yeah, like no. whatsoever. That's like, what I was going to say. I, I can walk around my neighborhood at two in the morning and kind of be like sketched out sometimes. Yeah. But like that the whole time I was living over here, like I never, like it'd be like, you know, two o'clock in the morning in the middle of the woods. I mean, because my trailer was basically in the middle of the woods, but right. I'm just kind of like, yeah, no, that's fine. No, that doesn't mean, <laughs> that doesn't mean I don't have precautions. Like, I got cameras and, like, oh, sure. <laughs> guns and, like, I mean, you know, you'll get a, detected so. this homestead <laughs> from tyranny right. domesticated bones. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Which brings us to our sponsor. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's um, there's there's been other um parks before uh, that I've like been in like like state parks or stuff. Um, a couple in like uh, even like West Virginia, which has some not so comforting woods and places. But like there's other woods where it's just like man these. Not to cheese it, but like they feel like holy woods. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. what I mean? Like that's what I was saying. It's like good. It's just good vibes. You're just like, yeah, stuff just is cool here. I don't know. <laughs> I don't have to worry about skinwalkers popping out from behind the trees. Yeah. Well, because you know when you're in quote unquote unholy woods. You know what I mean? You <clears throat> you can be walking the through the forest different. and all of a, yeah, all of a sudden the atmosphere just completely changes. <laughs> Um, there's no life to be heard like if you're in the woods and like you don't hear like crickets or mm-hmm. frogs or birds or also you know what I mean like it, you just it's like you hear that like death is in these woods that's a common um, symptom I don't know of, of uh, Bigfoot stories and, and uh, dog, mm-hmm. wolf beasts and people say they'll, they'll be walking oh, yeah. through the woods and all of a sudden all the wildlife just goes dead silent or it's just like you're hearing the wrong kind of wildlife. Like uh, I went on like a people fucking right. <laughs> oh, I love this swamp. Oh, <laughs> no. Um, hey, wait. That tree just moved. <laughs> that, that tree's jiving back and forth. <laughs> I think that tree's humping that other tree. You fucking. Oh. <laughs> uh, but no, I was, see two people in ghillie suits just yeah. run away. Run. <laughs> That'd be pretty terrifying. Like at night, you see all some ghillie suits. I'd oh be my like, god. oh my god, it's a swamp. That, that'd be more terrifying, I think, to see like people, right? Yeah. Like, just like people in the woods, like remote, yeah. just be like, oh, or hey, just like, what you doing out? You found me. A bunch of coyotes or something. Like, I was camping close to like the Georgia Alabama border mm-hmm. and um, it was just like some I was stealth camping like off the side of the road because I was going on a little bicycle trek and uh, I just pulled off and like kind of was just under the stars so to speak and didn't really set up a, a tent because I wanted to be able to get out of there quick unless if somebody was like hey hey but um like I like lay down and it's cool and like at one point I kind of hear like some like moving around and then like I remember waking up at like three four in the morning and just hearing like it sounded like at least a dozen coyotes just like just doing all their mess and I was just like I'm just gonna be very still 
and just try to disappear. <laughs> like, I was just, uh, as soon as that sun came up, I was just like, I'm going, let's go. But I, I had that happen when I was um, in Boy Scouts way back in the day and um, woke up, the, heard a bunch of, like, woke up in the middle of the night, heard a bunch of noises, and you're like, well, what the fuck am I going to do? Just go back to sleep, you know? Mm-hmm. Get up the next morning, find out that there was, like, a whole pack of wild hogs that had come through the campsite. Oh, my God. Yeah, because they will murder you. Yeah, no, that's scary. Yeah. <laughs> they will go through bone like butter. <laughs> <laughs> No, Do you real. know what nemesis means? Yes. <laughs> Righteous retribution. <laughs> oh, fuck. Of, of something personified as a horrible cunt. Right. My uh, friend has a, a pig that he just kind of has a potbelly pig that he has a pet. And uh, they got it fixed and apparently they didn't do it quite right. So he like started forming his tusks. And they're not huge, but they're pretty big and those things are scary like he's a he's a friendly pig but i'm just like dude this guy is that's it's just you know what i mean like just get that jabbed into your leg like to say just the propensity to get gored by that thing on accident you know yeah anyways don't mess with pigs (laughs) (laughs) they're fucking scary man especially like some of the hogs around here man like they can get fucking huge dude like tell you one thing don't fuck ever fuck with a hog farmer yeah, that's yeah. right, because you will disappear. <laughs> Probably shouldn't fuck with any farmer. Yeah, that's, honest, yeah that's true. That's true. That is one of the perks of farm country. It's just <laughs> when trouble comes right, like, well, they don't. Nobody needs to know about this. No need oh, to he left town, I guess. <laughs> People leave town all the time. Why, why would we get the authorities involved in this? Nobody ever hears from them ever again. They must have gone off and found their fortune in the big city. <laughs> He was always talking about going to the big city. Yeah. <laughs> New York I, City. I got a second Ralph on this one. <laughs> Seems to me like there's no need to get anybody involved, Sheriff. Yeah. But like... Uh, well, case closed. <laughs> speaking of being spooked in the woods, I don't know if you got a chance to look at that one video. The, I sent the you. stairs yeah. in the woods? I, stairs in the woods. Yeah. I really like that because it is total BS, but like, it is kind of its own like, internet internet phenomenon. (laughs) (laughs) Phenomenon. Phenomenon. (laughs) Back from New New Zealand. (laughs) (laughs) Swedish chef. (laughs) 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 Anyway. Um, (laughs) But like, like I saw like videos of just like kids like finding random like just you know like obvious like wooden stairs that you would have going to a trailer or something just in the middle of the woods and they'd be like oh stairs and they go and climb on and they're like okay I'm standing on top of it I feel weird oh. you know but it's just like I'm like that's cool <laughs> whoever wrote this like that's power right there like you created this are you familiar crazy. with David Politis uh, missing 411 no. So it's, it's pretty cool. I'm going to have to check that we, out. Well, I love that stuff. We've actually talked about uh, Stairs in the Woods before because it's part of his whole um, body of work. Yeah. He started as a, a Bigfoot guy. Um, he started as a park ranger. Well, yeah, he was a park that, ranger. That was not in, interested in the Bigfoot thing, but the it's a federal... When somebody goes missing in a in a in a park, yeah, it's federal law enforcement. So the park rangers are brought in. Yeah. So... He starts getting involved in all of these like Bigfoot cases, and then he starts like. Well, what it was is um, he noticed um, 
a disproportionate amount of missing person missing persons cases in national state parks national state parks national park state parks whatever mm, national parks national parks yeah. um and he uh i think we have like you're saying one of the first leads he kind of came in was like um it was parallel with a bunch of bigfoot sightings so he start he he starts um collecting all these different reports of missing people and um one of the common stories is people finding stairs to nowhere just yeah. in the middle of the woods. But there's um there's a bunch of really weird stories about um like people will have their small children with them and they'll turn around like the they'll see the kid, they'll turn around, turn back around two seconds later, he's gone. Yeah. <clears throat> they find him like a mile away, yeah, up like a five hundred foot foot sheer cliff, naked with yeah. the, with their clothes folded neatly on a rock next yeah. to them, and and the the distance that they're gone, <laughs> and the amount of time between when they went missing and when they found them, it's just like physically impossible. It, right. Yeah, there was one. It was like a two year old that climbed up a mountain. I forget what the it, relatively steep incline, but it was like half a mile uphill. Mm -hmm. And it's like you're telling me this thing that just learned to walk not that long ago trekked half a mile uphill uh -huh. and they said they then tried to say that it was like a, like a bobcat or like a puma or something carrying them but there's there's no tracks or anything around yeah. there's there's if i'm not mistaken this kid didn't have any wounds mm -hmm. or anything like pr presumably like the kid was like a-okay yeah but just mm -hmm. disappeared there's i don't, I don't know I think Bigfoot would be cool and Swamp Apes would be cool if it were real. I, I haven't seen anything or right. experienced anything other than other people's anecdotes, you know. I do think there's stuff in the woods that is unholy by yeah. any... <laughs> I, think it's I think that there's stuff even weirder than Bigfoot. Like, Bigfoot would be like a, like a, <clears throat> a rational explanation for some of this stuff, you know. Mm -hmm. But the uh, seeming teleportation you know it's like right. that, that's even weirder than a than an ape man well you know like i always think about like these people's stories and they're like uh you know you're like you always want to kind of rationalize it you're like mm -hmm. it can't be like this you know that's why like the ones where it's like a full investigation just finds this weird evidence are so cool mm -hmm. and interesting yeah but, especially like, when like nothing gets closed with it right yeah because it, it's like Especially when it comes to, like, I think, bureaucracy. Like, as soon as you can, like, close something, right. you, you want to close it. Because it's like, right. okay, like, we're done, why, we, we figured it out. plea deals so much. Yeah, but it's like, yeah, it's tragic, but hey, like, this, this is the resolution that the state can, like, provide somebody, right? right? But with, like, these missing persons cases, it's like... It, I, I understand, like, the likelihood is that they probably got lost in the woods and died. Mm -hmm. Right, but like with with some of them, like some of them seem to be happening. I forget where it's at in New York. It's upstate New York, but like there's like some some sort of like ley line or something like New World ish, right? That like like happens like right around like these state parks and people like supposedly there's like uh, people that found some wormhole or something that will transport them from New York to the West Coast, like some other park that's like in California somewhere, like instantly will transport them. This one guy had to 
he was missing for like two weeks and like ended up like hitchhiking back to New York because he just was in California somewhere. He was like camping or hiking in New York and then yeah, worm, so worm, wormhole somewhere else. Now he could have also just come up with an elaborate lie to tell his wife and kids. He found the gold medal pussy champion in, in Sacramento, California. I, I, he's like, golly. Like, I love stories like that, but it's like, it's, it's, you're just like, come on, you know? like Right, and it's hard to believe because it's like, I mean, you don't really know the guy and it's like a story from a story from a story. You know what I mean? Like, right. But like, okay, so my sister actually had an experience with something going kind of back to like, houses and stuff mm -hmm. but um yeah we're, we're, we're all over the place but yeah, that's, that's yeah. par for the course we always, sure. we always are <laughs> but okay like we'll be talking is... about South Park and corn here in a minute <laughs> yeah no okay, so have you ever heard of like the um what is it the hat man yeah I was gonna bring that up okay we'll, so what's the hat man well so people will see a dark shadowy figure and they'll see it really, <coughs> like as plain as you can see a shadowy figure, it's usually like at night. Oh, like, oh I said, like the, the sleep paralysis, the mayor. Sometimes. Like, it, it's like a... But it'll be a wide-brimmed, like, tombstone-style hat kind of thing mm. and glowing red eyes. And they'll see that, and it'll either, you know, usually just... It doesn't I believe really that is the spirit of Kung Lao coming <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to channel his rage. But he usually looks at you, he takes off his hat, and he throws it right at you. Just yeah, yeah. Boom, you wake, you wake up, it. and you... If like, you don't uh, press X X uh, B A, no. I woke up and there were slashes on my arms, <laughs> as if I had protected myself from a flying bus saw. <laughs> but no, okay. So it's, my it's an archetypal arch archetypal right. um, figure, like, kind of kind of like the hooded figure <clears throat> that you would Slender Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's something. Well, Slender Man is more of a, a modern encrypted modern for modern for <laughs> Ghost, another murder for <laughs> But uh, the, the Hat Man has been <clears throat> reported throughout history. It's it's one of these it's one of these archetypal um, shadow figures that people have talked about for hundreds of years. Pale woman, true that. Dark hair, white dress. Right, right, right. But okay, so my sister, um, and this was like in the '90s. We lived in Texas, little house, like you know, about the size of this one. And she was in her room. She used to read a lot of, like, you know, in the 90s, like, all the, the Anne Rice stuff was huge mm -hmm. and that kind of thing. So she's, like, up reading all the time, mystery novels <clears throat> and all that. But she's reading, and she's got her book in front of her face, you know, whatever, and, like, a lamp on. And she takes it down, and there's this figure hovering over her bed with the wide hat. She said it looked like an afro and glowing eyes. <laughs> And she was like, what? And she pulled her blanket up over her head and just waited and then finally looked and it was gone. Fuck. But she, I remember her telling that to my mom, like, and my mom being like, come on, sister. And I was like, you know, eight or nine probably. And just being like, this is scaring me. Like, she's not, she's, but my sister was like, this happened. And I actually brought it up a few years ago. I was like, you remember that? She was like, I think about that sometimes, and it wigs me out. She's like, I don't really want to talk about it. Like, she's like, I kind of don't, I don't want. To, you know, she was like, kind of not really upset with me, but I could tell <laughs> that she was like, I had, I was, I hadn't thought about this in a while. And how you, dare you? Yeah, <laughs> right. Because this, this still fucks with me. I but think, uh, 
Yeah, go ahead. No, no, no. I, I think that experiences like that, there is a self de- self defense mechanism built into our brains that tries to um, either rationalize or completely eliminate memories like that. Right. <clears throat> I had a um, a UFO experience when I was like nineteen. Um, I saw an actual. It wasn't a light in the sky. It was a fucking spaceship. You know what I mean? Like it was a nuts and bolts physical. I don't know how else to say it. It was a fucking flying sp- machine. It was a flying machine. <laughs> I got buzzed by a fucking UFO, and it, it was, I, there was a, another person with me. She remembers it. Um, it was like it, it actually happened. You know what I mean? But yeah. immediately, I mean, the same night, um, my it, it was like I could feel my brain rewiring, like trying to um, explain it away or just like if I if I don't bring it up. Um, you know, for six months, I'll for, I just forget that it even happened, and then you know something will trigger. It. Oh yeah, that that did happen. It was the weirdest fucking thing I've ever experienced. But it's like my brain wants to forget it because it doesn't fit into my base reality. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Man, there was um. Well, you brought it up, and I, I'm sorry. You brought it up, and I was immediately like, I knew you when you were 19. How much acid did you take that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but also, but you know what I mean, like, right, right. And this, that, this that, was, that is kind of, oh man, it's a double edged sword because I've been on acid and seen stuff. Oh yeah, in the sky, right. And a part of me is like, the, there's something that is aware that I'm peeking into the sixth dimension and am aware that there's a bigger system other than me being a mindless <clears throat> consumer meat vehicle right for the right. for you know the, <laughs> for the I, system I, I, I want to like cast down well no no absolutely oh, because that's, that. the fir- that's the first that's the first thing not what I'm saying. <laughs> that, that's the first thing a lot of people will say is like this motherfucker's smoking some wacky tobacco you know? <laughs> right which you know at, at the time I, I will say that i was babysitting at the time so right yeah, yeah. i was i was in a i was sober you know i was in a i think i might have been on probation at the time <laughs> yeah that also sounds right <laughs> No, but again, because I remember, you know, I remember all you guys around that time. It's like, I feel like your band was Straight Edge first. No, no it wasn't. Um, I, I think, think I'm mis- there were there were Straight Edge people in my circle at the time. But, you know, I was I was definitely a stoner back then. Not not a whole lot. Not a lot of hallucinogenic experience. But um, yeah, but I was, I was Straight Edge until I tried alcohol and pot and pussy for the first time. I was like, man, this whole bad was, behavior stuff is kind of fucked. Yeah, I was straight edge for like 15 years. <laughs> and then I turned 16. I was like, wow. Um, There's a whole a whole new world. But, um, I mean, I've got the same kind of thing. Like, I've done a lot of stuff like that. So, I mean, even to the point, like, if I have, like, if I express some ideas that are kind of off, you know, my parents are like, oh, all right. Yeah, all right. Those, that's, oh, those, my, those my family thinks I have. Yeah. Lost my fucking brain. Yeah. Like, yeah. They still love me. You know, they're still right. they're still proud of me. But like, oh, there he goes. Yeah. There's there's some <laughs> there's some conversations. I just my dad eventually had to be like, you can't talk politics at the house. Right. <laughs> it makes your mom upset, and I have to deal with it. But that's a fair point. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. I I don't. I can just be like, well. Have all those ideas. See you later. You're at, th- you're, at th- <laughs> you're at Thanksgiving dinner. You're like, so if the so if the Earth curves like, how come the like on the horizon buildings don't like lean away from oh, you? Oh like, man, Jesus I've Christ. Christ. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've never once brought up any flat Earth discussion around my family. They'll 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 be like, he thinks the Earth's flat. I'm like, I don't. Like, <laughs> but it's so, an interesting phenomenon, though. Like, I'm, yeah, but then. Me knowing how they know me, like that, 
that would be like trying to <laughs> try to con convince like a, a staunch like Muslim or Christian zealot like an atheistic argument. Right. You know what I mean? We'd be like like you know think about it like if, if God is all powerful, how could he make a stone too large? He couldn't lift it. <laughs> If he, can't, if he can't produce the stone, then he's not all-powerful. Yet if he makes a stone too large, he can't lift it. He's also not all-powerful. And everybody around you, and you're like, like, here he fucking goes again. Yeah. And you're just like, bring <laughs> only this, Batman. <laughs> but back to the... Fact, man. Bring only this fact, man. Uh, back to the um, drug use uh, part of it. Um well, like we've talked about hallways, you know, um, liminal spaces in general. The edge of sleep is another liminal space. Hold on. I've got to go to the bathroom really quick. Okay. We can pause real yeah. quick. Uh, if you, yeah, yeah, yeah for, for sure. One we'll, second. We'll just talk about you while you're gone. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm, I'm just going to do drugs in the bathroom. <laughs> so, um, we were talking about altered states, like chemically alter, altering your mindset is similar to hallways. Um, riverbanks, crossroads, graveyards, like these transitionary, transitionary spaces. And um, I got really sick one time, and um, I guess I drank too much NyQuil. And uh, I, was, I was laying on the couch just in a fever half, like, it, it, I was half awake, but I was like in that fever dream state. Mm. But, um... All of a sudden, I got this like th like three sixty vision. Mm -hmm. I could see like behind me, and there was a hat man, and the hag. I don't know if you've ever heard of that. The hag is another archetypical archetypal um, shadow being. What does the hag look like? Um, like a creepy old woman with a veil over her face. Mm. Um, okay. It, it's like it was like the satanic version of that that famous painting of the farmer and his and his wife. Mm. You know. Mm. But American it, Gothic. Yeah, it was uh it was it was terrifying and um they were like I was laying on the couch and they and there's a space behind the couch with a uh, a corner off to my back left and it was like I could it, it was weird because I I knew that I was laying on the couch but I could see behind me. Mm -hmm. So it was this weird like fever dream like but also haunting yeah. experience it, it was it was super creepy but that house that i was living living in at the time i never experienced other than that which i bl i just blame on the <laughs> the chemical alteration you know from too much nyquil and having a fever and all you know yeah um the dxm and what, that stuff which like there's there's i think potent disassociative robo tripping i think there there is something to that you know you, you could you could brush it off and say oh you were just high on cough medicine but at the same time, it's like there is like a like a slipping between the cracks of reality that comes with that kind of um, altered state. Yeah, with sickness as well, you mm -hmm. know, mm -hmm. like like especially the I always mistake it and say DMX, but the the DXM <laughs> like to come on <laughs> what yeah you think this is a game yeah. here we go again suck my dick yeah. <laughs> yeah. Take a look. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know, you you have to take a lot of it to get like any sort of like fucked up effects. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like a whole bottle. Like you have to yeah. like chug the whole bottle to 
robo trip. Yeah, I, I've never done that. It don't. I, I, I've heard stories and just it doesn't sound fun. Too old for that shite. Mm. But I mean, even back then, back then I was you know I was in my twenties when that happened, and I only I maybe took like twice a, a normal dose of Nyquil, you know, just yeah. like just trying to go to bed so I didn't have to deal with being sick. But um, I, I've definitely had like fever dream hallucinations yeah. before. Mm. I mean, I for sure had like psychedelic hallucinations where I've left my body but like I've had it for sure just from being sick mm-hmm. and like I'm the you know the type of curmudgeonly old bastard that like um, unless I need to go see a doctor to get like you know antibiotics mm-hmm. to get better like oh no just sweat it out yeah yeah I'm you know, just break the fever over and over again and then you know it's it sucks for sure but like I remember there was one time I was I was sick, and this was when I was still I was a teenager, so I was still living at home. But I I this was in like the, the creepy house, anyways. Uh, but like I my my nightmares or visions, like you said, like you're you're not asleep, you know. But it's not like you can really move about other than just sort of like maybe roll your torso over, you know. But like the the instant like the the fever like finally broke and I feel myself like start to sweat and whatnot I feel like everything in this vision of whatever it was I can't remember what it was but just sort of like like fog clearing in a in a room it just mm-hmm. sort of like dissipated right like just like as soon as the fever like sweat just everything just sort so of weird settles out it's like like there's something in uh, in the body that chemically. Again, not a scientician here, but like chemically happened. That is just sort of like, yeah, we'll we'll get rid of these visions or either that or we're like, well, what whatever is drawing energy in, right? Like yeah. can like shut that down for a little bit. It's mm-hmm. almost more like a, a mystical doors of perception kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Like, I, th- I think that though there is a there is a physiological connection there because. You can tap into it with psychedelics, right? Like, like you know, you. I'm not saying that aliens are always going to show up if you eat a couple hits of acid, but like, I, I, I think that like other things can like. Fox, will you quit, bro? Thank you, sir. <laughs> I think there, <laughs> there are other things. <laughs> I think I, I think there are like things that can like notice. You, you know what I mean? Like, like I've, and maybe not even like paranormal stuff or like otherworldly stuff, but like I've been at Six Flags before when I worked for Applebee's. Uh, they took us all to Six Flags for all the corporate trainers. So I, I just took some acid because <laughs> rode roller coasters on the company dime. I wasn't driving. I didn't. I wasn't paying for anything. I was just. I had. God, I had an awesome time. I kind of. <laughs> it's probably TMI, but and definitely off subject. But <laughs> I'm like tripping really hard, and I'm in this one roller coaster, Bizarro. It's like the Superman ride, but the evil Superman, mm-hmm. right? Instead, right? And like, I have a fucking orgasm while I'm like on like the roller coaster, what? just because it's just like it's just so fucking like awesome, dude. And like, I'm in the back, I'm in the back of the roller coaster, right? Like the very last train, so I get all the G forces. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah, you know? did. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like, 
like after the ride ends and whatnot, I like oh, check, check my pants, make sure I haven't like like got jizz all over my fucking pants or whatnot. <laughs> I was good. I was good. But anywho, I digress. But I just wanted to stress how awesome the roller coaster experience was. <laughs> I'm, I'm walking from one end of the park to like another theme, right? You know, because there's you got a different theme and like there's different coasters there, right? So I go through the zoo part on on the way, and I walk by the tiger, and it's a big white Siberian tiger, like gigantic. If it stood up on its paws, it would be probably like ten or twelve feet tall. Like, shit you not, gigantic fucking tiger. And it sees me out of the hundreds of people around and just, like, locks eyes and starts walking towards me. <laughs> and, like, I know, like, right away, like, it's like, namaste. Like, it it sees <laughs> But you tripping, bro? <laughs> yeah, it, it knows. I've done it before also with a friend of mine uh, who uh, had some snakes. And one of the snakes uh, was a small snake, but it's... um. It's uh, it's venomous, right? So like you you don't it's not a snake you take out, right? But I'm looking at it through like this tiny little thing, and you know, I'm also like on on drugs, but it notices me as well, and it like gets defensive, like almost like like in my mind I'm looking at this thing, thinking like, whoa, David Ike was right. This reptilian like <laughs> knows that I know it, you know, like but like it. Like, its eyes completely changed, its body, like, tensed up and got, like, coiled back. And my friend even remarked, like, well, he does not like you. And I'm like, he sees me. Like, yeah. I think you can do that with, um... But, yeah, point, point being, I, I think what you were talking about, yeah, you can, like, physiologically... Like, there's a scientific way to, like, show we don't really grasp what reality is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. If, if that makes sense, yeah. you know? And I, I think a lot of times, probably more so with like something like DMT or mushrooms in really heavy doses, things can like come to you, right? Mm -hmm. Ghosts, entities, aliens, clockwork, elves, what, like whatever you want to <laughs> like call them. But like there's, there, there, are, there are things, there are beings that are out there that are not living and the bandwidth of our visual perception of reality is so limited as yeah. far as like what's actually there. You know what I mean? That I, th I think that you can <clears throat> almost throw up like red flags in a spiritual, like on the astral plane. You know what I mean? Like um, one of the big psychedelic guys, it might've been Terrence McKenna told stories about <clears throat> people being, um, deep in a psychedelic experience and like they'll encounter these entities like you know machine elves or whatever and they'll notice they'll notice the person who's having the experience and they're like you're not fucking supposed to be here what, like what are you doing you know yeah. like, like you're intruding into like the spiritual plane or some shit like that um, when I was another shadow shadow person experience that I've had um, when I was like I don't know late teens early 20s I got really big into lucid dreaming like astral projection did you keep a journal yeah i did for a long time i did um and this is why i stopped <laughs> um i uh i got really um i mean i was really dedicated to it i was doing all these like meditation um practices and like breathing techniques and keeping a dream journal and all kind of you know right um the goal being <clears throat> to be able to you know control your dreams you know just 
it's like the ultimate virtual reality experience. But um, and I I started having these um, hypnagogic state states like sleep paralysis and um, where you get an, again it's another in between you know state where you're not quite awake not quite asleep and um, I got um, basically assaulted by a demon I don't know how other how to how to describe it otherwise I was um, laying in my bed um, you got ghost raped well not raped but uh, phys physically assaulted yeah for sure um, I was laying in my bed totally paralyzed my eyes were open and this black figure just like emerged out of the floor at the foot of my bed <clears throat> and it was pitch black in my room but like this figure was like darker than the darkness right it was it was just completely black completely void and um it was uh, it was featureless but it like it like stretched up out of the floor over my bed into my face it was like it was like nose to nose with me and um, it was just like sitting there like breathing on my face and it was like I feel this like pre pressure on my chest and I started to get like really freaked out like and I started like breathing fast and stuff like trying to wake up you know because right. I, I I'd read about this experience before I, I kind of knew what was what was going on and um, it's a um, it's, it's it happens to a lot of people like uh, you know, more people than you, you, I'm sure you know a handful of people who have the same experience, just not everybody talks about it. But um, as I started like hyperventilating, it like reacted violently. Like it, it like got out of my face and started like beating me in the face. And it was, it was weird. It was like um, I could feel it, like it was, but it was like I was getting hit with pillows. You know what I mean? Right. It's like if like you ever got into a fight in a dream, it doesn't hurt, but you can feel it. You know what I mean? And um, eventually, I guess I just like stressed out enough that I woke up, and it was one of those like movie but moments where you just lean up out of bed, like, <gasps> like, and uh, the, after that, I was like, okay, I'm not interested in astral projection or lucid dreaming or any of that shit. <laughs> like, I'm, that was enough for me. What if it's just like, like, what if we're all just like, okay, hold on. So, like, you know, I play Warhammer 40K, right? And right. Sometimes I don't play a lot of it. I play Orcs. And the reason I play Orcs is they're silly. They're just raving soccer hooligans. But the other thing <laughs> is they're actually, like, as far as, like, the lore in the game goes, they're actually the most psychic race of the all of them, like, between all the elves and all that. You know, it's just space Lord of the Rings. Mm -hmm. But... Um, I like that because they're they are the most psychic, but they're completely unaware of it. So like mm. they do these things and they work, but they don't know why and they don't question it because it just works for them. They just under but like so they'll have like the humans will like kill a bunch of orcs and get their weapons or whatever and try to reverse engineer them and they'll like look at them and it's just like a a tube pasted to a box with some like bullets in it and a handle stuck on it and some bolts tightened to it for and it just works like it, they're like this would never work but you put it in the hand of an orc and it works mm. but okay so I'm, I'm like what if we're like that we're like super psychic and we're actually throwing off all these weird slings and arrows at people all the time like like what if that was just like one of your enemies like just was just like dreaming about getting back at you or something right yeah. like your girlfriend's yeah. mad at you and she's just like i just want to hit him in the face mm -hmm. and that just like conjures up this like little hit in the face demon where mm -hmm. you just be sitting there and you're like yeah i could, I, I could totally see that well, know, with, well, with, with me being in that half just happening to be in that halfway 
state while you know there's this force being shot at me i was able to actually perceive it right whereas regularly you know maybe we deal with shit like that all the time subconsciously and just yeah, don't even know we it. have like the the sun's like you know whatever it is the magnet magnet ray whatever thing like that makes our inner cell interstellar space different than like leaving the solar system mm -hmm. you know what i mean like that's it gets i've heard the sun compared at, as um like it's um it, it kind of like uh it's uh, what would you call it it's like the operating system almost or the uh you know the rom and the ram of the universe like it, it everything that exists that we perceive is because of the sun right, right? Mm -hmm. as far as visually even at like night the only thing that's illuminated is the moon which is either projecting out its own light or reflecting off a different type of sunlight like you know what i mean it's mm -hmm. not as bright as the sunlight itself right like so it's 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 catching some sort of lesser light but like there's at, at nighttime if there's no if there's no power no cities right mm -hmm. and there is no moon it's a new moon it is pitch black out mm -hmm. like like you can't see anything mm -hmm. but yet there are things everywhere yeah. There are things that can see you, yeah, like without any like issue whatsoever. Right. Like we're not we're not designed for that. But like, what if like so? What you were doing in your practice and all that was really like, like we have a mechanism in our brain. Like when we boot up normally, that just comes on and just like that shield is up, so you don't have to deal with that aspect right. of survival. <clears throat> right. But like, yeah, there's a you're learning how to like control these different parts it's like learning how to like move an eyebrow or something. you're just yeah, like oh, that's you're, pretty good. you're gaining like <laughs> you're gaining like oh okay i'm just like gaining extra control over this one part I, I so like you're booting down. up your brain without <clears throat> turning on this part of it you mm -hmm. know or I, like i let down my psychic force force field yeah yeah i yeah and you're like this is a good idea and like every every like because you know you always hear the thing like the the old like gypsy woman be like don't play with the Ouija ball yeah. you know what I mean <laughs> but like what if they're right like what if it's like no you're just that's like going like being like I'm gonna strip the skin off of my arm and go change the kitty litter box <laughs> like maybe it's just a really it's just like the psychic equivalent of just being really stupid yeah, yeah. you know yeah. like it's like uh, it's, it's you're hacking your brain is what right. it is yeah and sometimes like you, you never fuck with the registry on your Windows PC. Right. You know what I mean? And that's kind of what I was doing was I was deleting one of the registry files in my... Jailbroken phone. Yeah. Right. Uh, <laughs> and, I, and I think that's kind of what that, that area of the paranormal, the lucid dreaming, astral projection, you know, genre is kind of, you know, you're, you're, pull, you're pulling all the wires out of your psyche and like putting them back together. Like, but you don't know what you're doing, silly human. Like, you're yeah, just kinda, right. Uh, and, and then, like, the, the bouncer to the astral plane shows up, like, what the fuck are you doing? Get like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> you're hey. all wrong, hey, kid. You're a third dimensional, okay? We don't like your kind around here. Listen, you're going to have to go back, or I'm going to yank you into this realm permanently. You get yeah. to pick right now. Hey, there's a... <laughs> I, don't, I don't believe a lot of the... Uh, what would you call it? The astral project. The folks are like, oh, I'm a remote, a remote viewer. Yeah, I think most of those people are full of shit. Yeah, yeah, totally, totally. And I, you know, 
I listen to flat earthers talk about the curvature being like non-existent, and I'm like, I'll disagree with that. But like these people, I'm just like, you just sound like a phony fucking psychic, right? Right. So like I and I, I say most because I do believe you know part partially that this that's true. me being open minded, right, right. <laughs> you know what I mean? But like, yeah, yeah, sure. I'll talk about NASA having a shitty past, and uh, you know, maybe maybe I'll convert them to thinking, uh, you know, the Earth is an egg in the long run. That's fine. That's irrelevant. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, <laughs> this uh, this one this one person. Their their story, like I, I forget like their their name, but he was talking about that um they were remote viewing someplace on the moon, right? They mm. went to the moon and there was a building of some sort on the moon, and they're looking in the building and there's these things that are walking around like having a work day, like not knowing. And that suddenly they stopped and they just turned and looked uh, through the window at the viewer and just started pointing. And then more people or things, entities, came into this moon warehouse and the remote viewer was like, they see me and they're pointing at me. And that the CIA guy or whatnot was like, like, come back now. Like, come back now. Like, quick as you can. Don't stay. Try not to have any of them come back. But I need you to come back right now. Like the guy, like, like whoever's like there's the, a guy like uh, leading him. Yeah. So like uh, supposedly what what they said that it's not like some. I guess it's more like some Edgar Casey type thing. Right. Right. Where it's like they. Um, I guess probably nowadays they would probably use like some like DMT or something. You know what I mean to induce like something that you know you go somewhere you know but um that there's somebody else like i guess like the hypnotist or the right, right. The, the lead dude the is there psychic just, handler yeah that is like like and tell us where the body is jessica right <laughs> right, right. <laughs> right it's it's on the moon are you fucking are you fucking kidding me Shh, let us speak is go it, on jessica is it on the light side or the dark side of the moon it is on the light Tell me other. Uh, shut up! <laughs> Tell me if there are any recognizable they see me. features. They see me. Shut up! Jessica, I need you to get the fuck out of there. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like the, it's like you're in the Matrix and you got the guy on the phone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, the agent see you. We got a connection! Yeah. <laughs> but, but, like, something like that, like, I thought was, like, really, like, I mean, with as much grain of salt, it's like, okay, let's say if you can go somewhere, right, astral project, maybe not a warehouse on the moon with people working inside of it, but, like, just that you can go somewhere with your built-in psychic abilities, right, and things do see you, and they notice you, right, and, like, we'll latch on to that. Right. And then and come back with you. Uh, I think that, um, uh, this is a, kind of a trampoline jump away, but um, <clears throat> I think that with a lot of these um, uh, these short uh, user-submitted compilations that, uh, like the TikTok stuff of like, you know, like ghost sightings or whatnot, mm -hmm. like that it's a, 
a lot of them, it's a really good mix. This channel, uh, Nukes Top 5 Plug, um, is a, uh, it's a good mix of like stuff that's like an obvious hoax or like a content, like horror content that's being made or a prank, you know, like, right. boo, somebody's in the woods, right. you know. And then other stuff is just like, yo, what the fuck is that? Mm -hmm. Like... There's um the di the diamond in the rough of the act like between the pranks and the yeah, obviously like fake shit. I'd, I'd say if if it's a if it's a five uh, clip compilation, right? There's one or two in every compilation that's like, yo, what the fuck is that? Mm -hmm. So like to me, like that's it's not a bad mix. Like that's a pretty good mix. You're doing like twenty percent, you know, to forty percent. But like the really terrifying ones are the ones where they um they don't know anything's going on like you know what i mean and it's not like ghost hunter channels or stuff like that like but like folks that like do like woodsy stuff right like they'll go camping they'll go hiking they'll go fishing out in the woods and they'll like capture like what appears to be slender men in the fucking woods like these things that will be like looking out from and they can't see them the only way you, uh, that uh, we, the viewer, can see them is because in post-production you can turn up the brightness and you can like flip a negative image, right? Mm. It's night vision cameras, right? So or like thermal cameras. So unless you're there steadily looking through a night vision camera the whole time, they're 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 not going to see it, right? It's just there afterwards and it's like holy shit or like their viewers will be like what was that yeah uh -huh. they're like like what is that and they'll like bring it up and it's like there's something they'll peek behind a skinny tree mind you like not 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 like some big fat boy but like a skinny tree will just like peek out and then we'll like dart to another tree like 10 15 feet away and peek out from that and then go to another tree and it's like all within like half a second. So like they have to break it down frame by frame, mm -hmm. you know, and there's 30 frames in a second to see this stuff. But like some of the some of the house like hauntings that I see, there's um there's some in particular where it's like, bro, like these it's not like hoarders like type level, but it's it's like everything it's like organized clutter where it's just like stuff is just like stacked. I'm like on top of stuff and it's like closets full of clothes and like other stuff and they'll hear like banging from the closet door or something they'll pull out their phone and then like it'll stop and then closet door will like fling open other times there'll be um like what appears to be like a face peek behind like a, a dress of a dresser drawer or like a, a a big piece of furniture where like stuff like nobody could fit in, mm. but like stuff will like peek out from cracks, or like uh, these shadow things they'll find in uh, wells underground, where like people will just feel like they're playing Skyrim or Fallout in real life, and just be like, oh, an abandoned building in the woods. Mm. Let's check this out. Yeah, and like, oh, there's a, a basement that leads to tunnels. I've cool. Seen I've seen this movie. <laughs> yeah. Don't go in there, white girl. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, there was some of the some of the mine. I've, I've been watching shit like this for like a week. It's kind of uh, just liberating to be able to talk to some people. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> These are cool. But um, there's a... 
the mine videos. There's there's not many I've seen, but some of the like the the ghost mine videos are. I can't watch those usually because they make me claustrophobic. D as hell. Yeah, man. <laughs> I'm just like ah, I can't breathe. I can't breathe. I'm watching this on TV. So I I appreciate folks on YouTube that watch it for me. Yeah. I can just like break it down and be like, oh, okay, we're gonna speed this up seven x <laughs> so yeah. you can see like how far back they're going. But there's there's this one where it's like um, they come to like a, a well in in the back of the mine where you can go down and like no thank what you. what whatever else is down there, and it sounds like this guy's in Arizona, I believe, maybe New Mexico, but um, it sounds like. You know the ambulance sound from like France and European countries, yeah, yeah. like wow, wow. Oh like, yeah. It's it's like it's like a distinct like kind of like wail. It's different from like our ambulance sirens, right? But it's something like that, and like it's like people speaking in French, and it sounds like like workers, mm -hmm. like, and then you hear a woman angrily like start like speaking in French and then in English like what are you doing here do you want to die is that what you want to do today like clearly like from like down in this well but like <clears throat> to like <laughs> that's crazy like and like she, she says something else like cryptic or whatnot and the guy's like walking back out and there were um there was like chains or a bucket or something that is like gets like sloshed around on his way like back and it's like well how did how did that happen as well but yeah fuck going underground like, yeah yeah, yeah. No, that's really that's so cool. <clears throat> i mean i'm glad people do that that there's people out there i'll i'll live vicariously yeah i'm not gonna <laughs> like get too far into like a, a minecraft like cave and be like oh my god <laughs> <laughs> For real, and I'll just start. I'm just gonna start digging up until I see the light. Minecraft. You know what I'm saying? I feel like I would stumble into like some like hollow earth ancient like city where they're just like already there, like be grabbed by the Morlocks, like something, and then just like, oh, you'll never see the sun again. You yeah. know, <laughs> like pull me into their fucking food chamber or something. Even just like the inherent danger of those situations is like, well, if I broke my leg right now somehow. That's it. Yeah. Maybe they'll find me one day. It's like, Maybe. shit, why didn't I tell somebody I was coming here? Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, like the... Uh, tie, a, tie a string around my ankle. Yeah. Man, there was this... Um, I think... I think... Uh, not, <laughs> not mines or uh, dwellings underground, but like... Uh, back to like houses and whatnot. I think dolls are really fucking creepy. Mm -hmm. I think that... Uh, um, porcelain dolls. My aunt collects porcelain dolls. Why does she want? Does she, it's so creepy. Yeah. My my like first like serious girlfriend in high school. She had a bunch of like creepy dolls. It's it's creepy in the way that like, um, with the right visual environment, a little girl singing "Ring Around the Rosie" is fucking creepy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like children's songs are just fucking terrifying. There's, there's just some toys where you just look at it and you're just like, why would anybody want to play with Why would anybody think a child would want to play with that? Like, you, just, you go and you, like, are spending the night somewhere like that and you just, like, go to get water in the middle of the night and they just, like, have a bunch. Like, my aunt had a bunch on display in her living room 
and just like walking past those, you're just like, you know that they're, they're and you were like, but if, if any one of these like moves right now, I'm gonna poop. I just don't like this. You know what I mean? I don't. I know it's harmless. I don't like it. It seems harmless, but like, <laughs> if you're scanning the room, a room full of dolls, and you know, one of one of them moves, or one of them or like, just falls over or something, <laughs> just uh-uh. One of the heads is turned around, and then you look back, and the head is looking at you. Yeah, yeah, just I don't know. Yeah, any of that. Mm -hmm. There's something to the like a even if it's crude, like a doll, like a representation of the human form that's not human. You know what I mean? It's almost like this uncanny valley. It's Frankenstein shit. Not not just that, but it's also like this um, vessel. You know, like uh, like oh, if something wanted to try to be human, there's a. Perfect, perfectly good format for it is a little creepy looking doll. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, there's a there's a lot of um, I mean, aside from like you know voodoo, but like there's a a lot of cultures where like you can make a, a doll of something to represent something and put energy or magic into it or mm-hmm. attach it to like mm-hmm. another person. You know? That was the concept for like um, all the old Greek statues. It was like that. They weren't just artistic. They were supposed to be a vessel for the god to in, to manifest into reality. It was you know they would um, burn incense to these statues, like not as a representation, but as as a vessel. You know, so they would actually come down and when they were performing their ceremonies or whatever, that they believed that that god was present in that statue. Man, so it's like somebody needs to get some scientific research into gargoyles, like. Statues coming alive and shit. That'd be fucking nightmarish. <laughs> but with the ceremony thing, I think that also ties back to, like the, like earlier you were talking about the geometry of a of a place. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, kind of, um, for lack of a better word, you can like summon these like spirits or entities or whatever. Like right. I th- the way I think of it is like almost like a cheat code, like like in a or like a. Like so, in video games, like if you're the say you're trying to speed run Super Mario World or whatever, you can like use these uh, exploits and glitches where like okay, well if you jump on this and then you pick up a red shell and then you walk three pixels to the right and then jump up and do this, you'll trigger something in the code that will bring up the the end credits. Mm-hmm. And so that's like there's these people on the internet who just like go through the code and figure out all these exploits to see how they can just like skip right to the end of the game. Mm-hmm. And um, I the think yeah, right. <laughs> and I I think that you can kind of extrapolate that into reality like if you think about like um, ritual magic, people are like, "Oh, well you burn this incense and you um, invoke the spirit of the north and then you uh, pull out your sword and you turn around three times and you say this incantation and, and then you know you summon a demon or whatever it's like you're you're like hacking the th- the 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 material reality with like by putting in this seemingly um absurd combination of movements and and talk you know right. what i mean like yeah it, it's the uh, the up down left right ba start mm-hmm. but for actual reality Yeah, it's like what a wizard is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or and I think a lot of times stuff like that will happen on accident. You know, that's how, like in video games, you'll discover a glitch on accident. You know, you get stuck in the geometry of a wall or something like that. So somebody might build a house, and then on this day at this time of night, um, 
you know, you say this word and open this door and close this window and it's like, oh, well, you just opened up like a portal into another reality on accident. Yeah, you know what I mean? sure. And there's a lot of like, um, like, I don't know what you call it, like voodoo or something like that. Like, but there's some of that kind of practice here, like the doing like the black salt, like blessing kind of thing mm -hmm. and smudging your house. And there's this, um, Book. I don't know what you call that. Well, there's a bunch of different I don't variations. I Santeria. <laughs> I got no crystal ball. There, yeah, Santeria, voodoo, like all the all these weird like had, folk religions, you know. Right, yeah. Yeah. This this may be off subject, but if I had a million dollars, <laughs> I'd spend them all. Oh yeah. If I could find that Heine and that Sancho that he's found, pop cat and Sancho and I'd slap her down. <laughs> but I really want to say <laughs> there's a there's this book Richard Cavendish The Black Arts I read it years ago from 1967 um, there's a chapter in it all about summoning the devil and there's uh, it gives even precise instructions at one point involves some incantation that i don't know you know i'm not going to evil dead the episode by repeating it anyway <laughs> but um, yeah it, it involves uh, you have to go to a, a crossroads presumably one with dirt road because you have to make your circle mm. you have to do your circle with a branch of a graveyard tree so like a cypress tree and then you have to uh, face a uh, certain direction. And I think uh, I think there's some like Wolfman attribute as well. Like somebody had to, I don't know, be hanged there at the crossroads. Yeah, the crossroads but yeah. like, it has to be like a certain crossroads or something. Um, then at the stroke of midnight, you have to rip a, a black cock in in two. <laughs> <laughs> and you know. Then you say the incantation and then command the devil to come to you. And it's, it ends it by saying, he will come. Mm -hmm. Wow. So, like, I... I Sounds like a cheat code, kind of. Yeah, yeah. And the thing is, though, like, when... And I kind of wanted to find a way to bounce onto this somehow earlier. Um, when, you, when you do that, I'm not sure if it's necessarily what you think it is that's coming through right? right like it may just be like a jinn or like some sort of demon or otherworldly thing that you would and, perceive to have the powers of the devil though. yeah yeah mm. so kind of the same way when like um when like um you know when the when the elderly die and like weird stuff will still happen around the home mm. i i think a lot of times it's because we're you know our our thoughts will manifest a lot you know and some of this some of these things that like I'll, I'll talk to like my uh, my family members also like see my grandma mm -hmm. and stuff like that and, you know she's you know, the bitch is dead so she can't be there <laughs> you know but they'll they'll see her anyway and I'm like uh, I don't necessarily think that's her right right mm -hmm. that may be something else <coughs> that is able to psychically see that you long for your grandmother you would expect to see her mm -hmm. right and so it will 
whatever it is, try to mimic that and bring it into reality, right? There's um, there's this one ghost video I, I watched where it's this dude, and he and his two daughters uh, get his grandmother's house. And she, she has died, and they just get it as is, so there's like still like a, a bunch of like boxes and stuff that like they're, they're still going through and it shows like a uh, a couple of like weird things that happen right you know like uh, like a door will close uh, a lampshade or a fan will start moving you know what I mean like stuff that's like kind of poltergeisty right but then there's there's one night in particular when and it this dude, I, I, I don't think is, like, doing a hoax just based on, like, the reactions that, like, he's giving. Like, it seems legit. There's one night where he's, like, walking through and, like, it's it's a lot more aggressive, all the activity. And, like, doors, like, banging and opening, like, aggressively by themselves. And he's, like, turning and, like, you know, trying to, like, you know, <laughs> get away, basically. But, you know, he's in his house. And he turns back to the room where he just left, and there's something that looks like it's trying to be his grandmother, mm. but it, 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 it's it, it's not, you know. And you only see it for a second, and he like legit screams out like, "Yo, what the fuck is that a ghost or is that like my, my legit grandma, man?" <laughs> <laughs> like breaks his own fourth wall, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. And like, like he's like crying when he's saying it. Like he's like he's like terrified. But like, I like stuff like that. I don't think it's like, like when people are like, oh, you know, that's you know, I th- I think that's my, the spirit of my mom coming back to tell me something. It's like I don't think that's the case, man. I think that's, I th- I think that's um something else altogether. You know what I mean? That's just latching on and able to see psychically what. Was taking the form of something that you would be more willing to interact with. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's uh, there was one where it was like, um, or maybe it's a little bit of like you're also like your brain is trying to make some sense of it, and it just like is sort of you're also kind of superimposing some of it too. It's mm-hmm. like maybe kind of trying to meet it in the middle. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It's like something, yeah. No, no, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. It's like something you can't perceive combined with what you think it might be. Like yeah. you're. Oh, my grandma died a month ago. I'm in her house. And there's this right. spirit being, you know what I mean? And so, yeah, meeting in the middle, halfway between your lack of perception and your projection. Right. Yeah, I can see that. Like, um, if we didn't have the concept of ghosts, just like as a culture, society, like if you would just see it as it is instead of being like, oh, this is how I can relate it to real life. And I don't know, maybe. A lot, you know, a lot of the times that I find that um, I, I, they, I'm not sold on it is... It's it's not always with uh, when it's like paranormal investigative teams because there's sometimes like they'll do some stuff where I'm like no that's legit fucking like creepy yeah. or whatnot yeah you know? but like whenever it's um you know we we heard that you know this this place uh, allegedly the the old man that lived here did did X Y and Z and now we're here and we're we're going to we're going to summon you know uh, we're going to ask like you know oh is this is this you, Carl? Like, are you here with us? And then, you know, loud bang, like, oh, oh, gosh, what is the dead trying to tell us? It's like, yeah. I, I don't think that's, that seems Hollywood as shit to me, right? Yeah. You know, like, or what? like, try, like, it's like when you talk to a kid and you're just giving them, like, yes or no questions instead of being like, 
You, you know what I mean? Like, mm. you just, it, it ends up being, like, kind of leading. You just, even if ghosts are real, you're like, are you Carl? You can be like, yeah. Carl, <laughs> 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 What you got you, in there? Let me in. I'm whatever you want me to be, yeah, baby. <laughs> I, you know what I mean? It just seems like you, it, it's almost like just throwing, you know, walking outside and being like, hey, are you Carl? <laughs> You know, like this. Someone did us. Yeah, 60%. You know what I mean? Depending on the night, it'd be like, yeah, what's up? You got you got something for Carl? I'll yeah. take it. <laughs> yeah, right? I don't know. Yeah, I can see it. Well, like, the people who are, like, <laughs> hardcore, like, believe, like, the Ouija board is a real thing, they all say, especially, like, in Christian circles, they say that you whatever spirit or you're trying to contact like you say, it is not, you know, whatever you contact is not your dead grandma. You know, it's like right. a, it's like some like demonic force that it's, will, it will, it will pretend to be whatever you're trying to contact. It's Omegle, right? It's just like, Omegle, yeah. you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like, it's just like spiritual. You don't, you don't know what you're about to see. It could be bad. Right. It could be cool. I don't know. <laughs> you know it could be the coolest shit you've ever you seen. You don't get to pick, though, is the thing. It's just this is about to be a... It could be some dude like playing piano, or it could right. be like an old man spreading his butt cheeks. Yeah. Yeah, yeah the, the likelihood of you getting the, the cool demon or the cool specter, the one who's just like, hey, you guys want to have a fiddle contest? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> no souls, just for kicks. Yeah. <laughs> Literally, I get to kick one of you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't see that uh, happening. The, I think. I think probably the, the the weirdest or most unnerving one I had happen to me. I think I talked about this one with Ted. I um, <coughs> I was I was old enough. I was like nine or ten. Um, so I was like you know, I, I hadn't discovered jerking off or anything yet. So I was still into board games and you know. Like, you know, talking to a Warhammer player over here. Oh, man, like, I'm, I'm just, sure. I couldn't put so my, You can do both. You can do, yeah. <laughs> Dude, it's I, not, it doesn't have to be either or, you know? I turned 12, I couldn't put my Warhammer down. That was <laughs> this is the new Warhammer. <laughs> Video games? <laughs> you think this is a game? <laughs> <laughs> but, um, my, my parents are, um, the way the way we would do like kind of like uh, the yard chores whenever I was a kid would be like my my parents would mow and my brother and I would have to like rake and like put in bags and like you know that 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 was our job so both of our our parents were were outside and we knew that we probably had like maybe an hour or so left you know so we could we could finish whatever board game we're playing um, at the time my dad was doing. Um, night shift so he had a he was off but he had a, his alarm set upstairs to go off at like three o'clock in the afternoon so he could wake up so we're we're, we're downstairs where we're at and we're at the table and um, we'll use this room for kind of a, a quick layout so the the door of like a back door is kind of like right here where you know this back door is at mm -hmm. uh, right behind Ted would be a staircase that goes up. Um, and uh, at the top of the stairs, when you get there, it's uh, 
it's, it's kind of like a T wall, right? So you get to the top and it's like, okay, you can go left and there's two bedrooms and a bathroom, or you can go right and there's our parents' bedroom. So the, uh, the alarm uh, for his alarm clock starts going off, but we're, we're in the middle of the game and their bedroom's creepy anyway. So we're, we're just like, we'll, we'll just ignore the like right. going off. So we, we do, but then we, um, we hear this growl like from upstairs, like a, a low, low growl. And we hear something walk from like back over there. So it would be from like from their closet in the bedroom heavily like stomp over to the alarm clock and it growls again and then hear it stomp and walk out to the edge of the room and then walks out into the hall and at the top of the steps and can then hear it give like this low guttural breath like And I look over at my brother, and my brother's just like, like wide-eyed, like terrified. And <laughs> it lets out another breath. And then I ask my brother, I'm like, you want to go outside and play? And <laughs> he just looks at me and just nods without blinking. Went out, went outside and played. This is at three in the afternoon. At three in the afternoon. That's like in a weird way. That's almost creepier than if it if it was three in the morning. You know what I mean? Like that's something you would expect at three in the morning. There, yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, because I had like slept in their room before and woken up in the middle of the night and there's like shit in the room with you, like oh, just yeah. just watching you sleep. You know, like a, a, a hooded figure or something like at the end of the room, just like in front of the closet, just just watching you. Mm -hmm. Almost as a way to be like, oh, you're awake. Good. I want you to see. Yeah. But there, um, that that was the the house I like spent like my early childhood in, and like the the it seemed like the just the woods themselves, like the whole hillside, just had like spooky shit. Like you would you would see stuff outside. Like we once saw a cat that had died, and then it came back. And like it, it could it could have been an identical cat. Don't go down that road. <laughs> what comes back? It, it, it was it was weird. Um, I uh, saw some redheaded lady floating in the yard once. I was chasing my brother around the house, and I was gonna double back, like to go through the front yard, and I turn around to double back, and there she is. She's just. Just there floating. I'm probably like six or seven. Mm -hmm. Just middle of the day. And I just can't like move or anything. My brother comes back around and he calls me like a, a dirty word or something like that to get my attention. And I look back and you know, she's gone. But the the house we got to when we um, moved down here, I was 12. There uh there's there's just some it was a new house like so like there was any of this notion of like you know oh, something bad happened in the house and whatnot like I've been in old creepy houses like that for sure where it's just like yeah the door is opening and closing by itself that's fucking odd you know but <laughs> 
<laughs> staying at Aunt Petunia's house, and I'm a kid, I can't really do anything. I mean, like, I feel like every house is gonna, like, because, you know, bad stuff just happens to people, mm -hmm. so, like, every house is gonna have, like, something happening eventually. I, I, I can definitely see that. At least the logical part of my mind is like, well, yeah, like, Maybe like just for sure. Like, like in the U.S., you know, a lot of our, even this town is like a little over 100 years old or something like that. So we're not, like in Europe and other places where they've got like, oh, yeah, this this village is 400 years old. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or, or a thousand it's years old. It's one of yeah. the newer villages. <laughs> <laughs> you know. I'm not a fan of the new architecture. <laughs> now this, um, this house, whenever you, um, you went up the stairs. It was a it was a long hallway, and then it had a room above the garage at the end of the hallway. And a, a couple, a couple of times, like the beds would shake, stuff would get into the bed. This one time, we had a relative that uh, was my uncle Ronnie. He uh, was uh, down for probably like a week or so with some other family members, and. In that room, there was a couple of twin beds, and the next night, he was like, I'm sleeping on the couch. He's like, they're making fun of me because I said something crawled into bed with me, like under the covers, like slid into bed with him. He's like, he's like, he's like, no. he's like nope. He's like, I'm sleeping down here. And they were calling him, you know, oh, you pussy. Yeah, yeah. And the next night, one something slid into the, the bed with <coughs> another person in that room. The, uh, the, the weirdest one, I was, my parents were out of town, and I had a couple of friends over, because, you know, I was, I was a dork, and you, you don't get pussy, you get your guy friends to come over and, you know, play video games and shit <laughs> like that. But, uh, we're, we're on the back porch outside, and there's like, probably like six of us, and something runs down the steps... Runs into the living room, does like a little whirlabout, and runs right back up the steps, all in about like one second. And it looks like a woman, but it's not. It's not a woman, right? But it's got like long hair and like some sort of like white garb on, and just and this like a spectral thing or like a physical like. This was enough to where like four of us were like, "Yo, did anybody else just like see that?" Right. Like it was. I had been in the house alone before, and I had seen something, like, come down the steps and rush at me and then run back up. The fuck? Like... Well, so, like, I've never seen, like, yo, that was a fucking ghost, you know what I mean? Like, just in waking, you know, full consciousness, you know that's what I mean? one, so, That's one of the rare times so, where, like, I've seen something that wasn't my periphery. Right, yeah, right. right. And like, I had other people around to be like... Yo, I'm not fucking like crazy, right? So, I mean, what what I mean is like, was that something that was? <clears throat> I, I'm struggling to find. It was the, something the other. Is, there, is it something that it looked like you could touch it, or was it like a airy? No, it was like dis no, it was like disembodied. Mm. You know what I mean? So it, it's like it didn't have like legs or anything. You right, know what I mean? Right. Like imagine if you're looking at like a diagram of somebody leaning forward, like they're like a skier, right? Yeah, in yeah. mid flight. And then just gradually from like the skull down, 
it, it just gets it more and more. Yeah, it gets more and more translucent. Right, then, right, right, right. Okay, okay. But like my my family members had said they had seen her. You know, not to not to assume a ghost gender or anything. I know, I know that's a hot topic nowadays. But they they claimed that they had like seen her, and I was just like, you know, like I haven't seen anything. Like, because again, like just because I see something on my periphery rushing at me, and then running away doesn't make it real you know what i mean right like i had a concussion as a little boy i fell out of a tree when i was a toddler and blacked out and woke up was found by my grandma so like there's a good chance it may just be my own head you know that can be seeing this stuff but that the the porch incident was unique like because very rarely have I seen stuff with the naked eye. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like other than like again like doors moving and stuff, or when I'm like really really little. You know, I I don't hold me seeing a a lady in my front yard floating when I'm six or seven as being like I'm telling you, man. Like right, it's real. Yeah, you know. But um, I I I think I think it's interesting. Uh, Going back to what you were talking about as far as uh, uh, the sacred geometry of everything, even like within us, there's sacred geometry. Like if, if you look at like a, a DNA a strand of helix, instead of looking at it, you know, horizontally as this big thing, do a top-down view mm-hmm. and it's a sacred geometry. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know what, what it is, uh, like the Metatron cube or the flower of life. Right, right, yeah. It's it's a double helix. So if you look at it top-down... Uh. That's interesting. Like, uh, well, I know you, we have like the Fibonacci sequence, like it is in our like skeletal structure and like the. Well, I mean, yeah, and uh, like golden ratio is without us or without us within us and whatnot. Uh, top down view Oh wow. That's that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like a mandala type. Yeah, like cymatics or like cathedral windows. Right. right? Yeah. Like there's um. Like it's, that's just fucking wild. That's super interesting. It's like a yeah, it's similar to like a flower of life. Yeah, and if everybody's uh, <laughs> I, I'm not sure how. It, it works but everybody's like genetically different other than like twins right mm-hmm. so like everybody's a snowflake <laughs> yeah yeah it does look like a snowflake yeah, in their in their own regard <laughs> that's insane yeah it, it's really weird like these these like shapes these they call them platonic solids because plato kind of introduced them mm. into you know the popular consciousness or whatever and it's like like the the, the pyramid and the um is it a uh, octahedron? And yeah, and there and dodecahedron. Yeah, you, I think that's the the twenty sided die is the dodecahedron. Mm-hmm. I think, but you, so he had these like five basic shapes that you could extrapolate more complicated shapes out of them, and it's like here we are, you know, a, a thousand plus years later, and it's like looking under a microscope, it's like oh wow, the building blocks of reality actually do have a similarity to these salt, you know, these geometric shapes. It's like how the fuck did he know that, you know? Uh, Genius, whenever, man. whenever that was three hundred BC or whenever the hell that was, he must have been observing something, or I don't know, or he inherited it. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, like almost, 
like I, I don't think the ancient aliens thing is correct where it's like, like you know, we have visitors from the sky it's like yeah, yeah just because white people didn't create the pyramids right, right. <laughs> doesn't, doesn't mean aliens did or he could have been you know doing some like uh, exploration into the spiritual world you know getting some yeah some insights from ghosts or what you know <laughs> Ghost, the, the aliens are in your head, bro. I think. Well, it's like it's crazy because it's like um, as above, so below, right? With like the platonic solids and like uh, the the uh, sacred numbers, kind of mm-hmm. within you. You know what I mean? Is down to like almost a molecular level, right? And you yourself exhibit a bit of it, right? Right. As well. On the macrocosmic scale. Yeah. And then arguably our planet, I think, as well. But the... Uh, as far as ghosts are, what what would what do you think ghosts are? I don't know. It's probably like a mix of a lot of different things. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, it just kind of depends on the phenomena. And then we're kind of lumping a lot of things into what we call ghosts. So, yeah, maybe just like some of the projection like we were talking about and then I don't know I mean it's all just like unverifiable so you know like I, I think like every half-assed idea we've thrown out today is true at the same yeah. time you know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like I think it is like you know the stone table uh, emotional projection onto a um, a house or a you know yeah physical space can be true while also um, there being some kind of remnant after death, I think that can also be true, as well as interacting with disembodied, non-human entities, you know. On on that, spiritual. On that regard, like, I'm not... Maybe I'm a little biased with the idea of, like, reincarnation and stuff like that, but let's let's say if you um, you choose not to participate mm-hmm. in that, right? Like, you, you don't go to the light or to the void mm-hmm. afterwards. You're just like, like, no! gonna stay here right i'm not ready to go and they're just like all right see ya right like that would are you saying like if you chose not to reincarnate i i think it's um that could be that could be like the traditional view of ghosts that they're stuck in between yeah i think it's a different type of death Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. it's like you're you're not willing to leave you're not willing to end the uh, game like it's like you're materialistic like yeah you know not willing to just let go yeah yeah you're you're so materialistic that your essence itself like is not willing to let go of it yeah right Mm -hmm. so it's again you can't be anything but it's like i think that's like could be explained maybe with some hauntings or it's like you you could maybe it's just like the things are haunted right maybe it's the people are haunted in some way maybe it's the building i don't know but like the the materialism of like the human spirit i think is a powerful thing Mm -hmm. you know maybe like mental disorder you know actually does have like physical and like like psychic reflections as well like Mm. if your brain like we were talking about if your brain is able to like normally put up some sort of psychic energy field or whatever you know bullshit but if, if our brain is able to do something like that, and then, like, we know that, like, okay, like, some, you know, some people get hit in the head with a stick, and 
parts aren't functioning anymore, or whatever, you know, right. I mean, just whatever. And, uh, like, but what if that also, like, cre like, you know, creates things that end up happening psychically, too? Like, it's like, oh, my brain has a disorder now where it's just creating demons and shooting them out everywhere, or something, you right, know what I mean? Right, or, right. like, I don't know, there's just anything you could think of with that, whatever, but... I think you can kind of make your own house haunted in a, in a weird way, right? Like if you you can uh, put so much negative energy into your home itself that by the time the next person gets there, whatnot, it's still soaking in all this residue that you've created. Yeah, and like, what if it like affects you? It's sort of like the uh, Amityville horror kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Or like finding a sold sign, bullet ridden. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Just like. Yeah, it's like if you move into a house that there used to be an axe murderer, and then you turn around and you murder your family with an axe. You know what I mean? It's like, well, it's like he was swimming in the in the dirty water. And <laughs> the axe murderer too. Yeah. Right. It's like it's like if you don't want to get dirty, don't swim in the dirty water. You know, but. But, you know, like, I guess, like, there is some reality to some of that stuff, because some places, like, stuff like that happens, and they just, like, bulldoze the property, you know what I mean? They're just like, we're just gonna rebuild on top of this, like, like, I can't remember, there was, like, I can't remember what house it was, but it was something in the news, but, like, one of those, uh, you know, family annihilator type situations, but they just, like, bulldoze the property after they definitely just tore down the house yeah like, might as well no we're not gonna be able to sell this house right it, it <laughs> why has you, like why real, want to keep it anyway but like. it has real implications but also like if you're like being completely realistic about it you're like well i mean some weird things happen there but it's just a house i mean right. you know what i mean i don't know right right we've been well we that's like if you're being like ultra rational i guess which, well it's like you know if you go on these but, these ghost tours and these old towns it's like oh well this daycare used to be a, a mental hospital where uh four thousand people you know yeah, were buried you know, in the backyard and it's like well it, it's a functioning it's a functioning daycare you right know? <laughs> yeah, there there's this one i forget where where it was at but uh these uh it was this um uh uh, like not an orphanage but pretty much an orphanage where it was like a mental asylum for children mm -hmm. right and of, of, of course like many, uh, many, many children didn't leave the asylum right, right, right you know yeah. so like so coincidental and tragic but um, these uh, these it got closed in the 80s after a hundred years and it's it's still there and these paranormal Twats are like they're like you know like oh we're gonna we're gonna find some dead kids or whatnot that they, they didn't they didn't find anything I, I I felt was entertaining but what they did find that was not necessarily ghost related was in the basement they have this room where in the middle of the room there are five tree trunks arranged in a circle. Like, there used to be some sort of altar mm. there, built in a circle of trees yeah. in, the basement, in the basement of this children's hospital for the, you know, mentally, strugg uh, mentally struggling. That's creepy as fuck. Yeah, dude. <laughs> that, why did it take ghost hunters to find out that? 
it was it was just like like mentioned like nonchalantly as well by like they're just like 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 oh wow like oh wonder what they did here it's <laughs> <laughs> like so, yeah I'm sure they I'm sure they had it set up to play a nice friendly children's game yeah in the basement in the basement <laughs> of a mental hospital like there there is some place in the in um on the Pacific coast of Japan, so in uh, eastern Japan, that uh, was a, a hotel that they, like, so stuff just kept happening with the hotel, and then I think some people, like, died by accident, and then they were just, it just fell into ruin. But they could not finish demolishing the hotel because the crews kept quitting because stuff kept happening to mm. them as they would try to work and like things would appear in the hotel they said they would hear like women laughing in the walls <laughs> as, as, oh, dude. as they're like having to go through and be like make sure there's no squatters uh, hiding hiding out in here because you know we're gonna tear down the hotel it's, they've never been able to tear it down Ugh. you know so what, what you were saying about like um <clears throat> maybe not even reincarnation, but maybe like if there's, let's say there's some kind of spiritual complication that happens between the time that you die and you move on to whatever happens after. It's like um, there's that concept of like the fly. Like if you fuck up your teleportation, you can like right. end up stuck in a wall. You know right. what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like that, like what if it's like that on a spiritual level? Like you something happens in the process of death where you like you trip up and you get like you said literally stuck in a wall but like so you're you're it's like this um snapshot in time just like replaying over and over and over again it's like because it's it's not like when you hear about ghosts it's never like oh there's this ghost and it just lives a full life every day you know <laughs> like it um, makes coffee in the morning and then it you know takes a shit and then right. goes to bed it's like oh it's a woman laughing it's always a woman laughing. You know, it's like yeah. this. It's this very sh short event happening over and over and over again. It's like a glitch. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There's um. There's an old Venture Brothers episode where they're um, they're doing some sort of teleportation or projection between you know realms or whatnot, and they they've had screw ups before where like Doc Venture will be like half like his ass is like sticking oh, yeah. out of like. I know a wall, episode, yeah. and like his torso minus one arm mm -hmm. is hanging out of another wall. But there's one where it was like a an intern, and he's stuck like halfway in the wall, and he looks kind of like Doctor Manhattan, like all blue and like glitched out. But he's like screaming, and then he'll glitch and be like running away, but can't yeah. like can't move. And then he'll be like saying, "Help me, please." Yeah, and whatnot. There was there was this um, I've seen a couple of uh, weird uh, traffic uh, collisions where you see like somebody like get hit and like die and you see like this fog kind of lift out of them like a, a black vapor yeah and will just like rise for a little bit and then shoot like up to the sky I've seen they used to have videos like that on like unsolved mysteries type mm -hmm. TV shows you know yeah. they would show like um, a hospital room like where a, like you just see this like white mist like come up and just like shoot you know across the room or whatever it's like whoa that's that you know 
the first assumption would be like, oh, that's that dude's spirit leaving his body. That's crazy. Yeah. There was a there's one I saw where it's like shortly after the EMTs have gotten there and they're like you know covering up like bodies and like whatnot and you just hear this woman go and nobody pays attention to it. Uh, what the hell did you do to me? Like everybody's just like still just like like they didn't hear it but it was on the yeah yeah like a, what, a, a EVP yes yeah, it's, it's like you're saying the best evidence for like that the paranormal stuff is when they don't mention they don't notice it in the video right they only notice it after the fact you know well they're not they're not trying to look for it right like there's um there's uh, I forget what his name his YouTube channel uh, is but it's like uh, uh, haunting and something main right like the state Maine and it's this guy who just lives in this tiny house but like shit routinely like keeps happening and he brings in all these YouTube paranormal teams and some of them refuse to even go back <laughs> and he'll he'll just like continuously uh post like updates but there's a there's stuff where it's like a shadow thing right and he's i guess learned to when you see something out of the periphery to like make the whatever adjustment is to keep it in your periphery and then shift your focus so it doesn't like like kind of like an animal getting scared so like don't look at it but like keep it in your periphery well that well to learn like if you're um if you're trying to get like an animal not to notice you, like mm -hmm. if you, if you just like abruptly turn or whatnot, <clears throat> animal's gonna like scurry, mm -hmm. right? So if you just sort of like slowly lock onto it and then just mm. adjust, right? Mm -hmm. So he's been able to get like I guess like a lot of footage of kind of like uh, I guess if you keep like a dream journal, right. right? You get more accustomed to remembering how to lucid dream mm -hmm. and whatnot. But his 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 stuff is like. I guess the only person who's like clearly got a, a bent or a bias because like he's monetizing obviously his right. experience right. He's, yeah but like he's incentivized to be haunted yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah and that's I think kind of like the angle he's taken where he's like well I'm used to it now I can I can just do it but I fuck that dude if my house were legitimately haunted I mean, I would want people to know about it, but if you're making money off of it, it's kind of a. Um, not that there's anything wrong with making money off of it. It it's just sort kind of, of conflict of interest there. Yeah, it kind yeah. of. Well, it kind of. Um, it's easier to point out that you're full of shit because you're getting paid. Right. You know what I mean, even if it is true. Right. You know? yeah. Which that's with like any of those like the ghost hunters type stuff like that that show used to infuriate me so much man i fucking hated the ghost hunters but it's also like the inherent like uh sort of just thing in capitalism it's like if, if you're not getting paid then you're gonna not be able to keep doing the thing right so that, that is a downfall <laughs> so it's just like so yeah everybody's a shill yeah exactly <laughs> so yeah i don't know the thing I, I would hate about them would be like um they would have some people that would be like, like, oh, he was possessed. Like, there's, this is, <laughs> this is one shot where it's like this dude like sees like the camera that they set up earlier, and he's like, 
like just locks staring at it, not blinking, and then just like walks like over to it, like he's possessed, and then knocks the camera down. And he's like, yeah. he's like, he's like, I went, I went somewhere black, and I couldn't feel anything but cold. It was just cold, and you know, I felt a wave come over my body. It's like, bro, you, you walked over to the camera and you slapped <laughs> the camera. Out. There's no like light orbs or anything floating around them to like even say like oh yeah well I did see an orb go behind Greg so yeah. maybe maybe he did I don't know yeah. why I don't know why my guy sounds like Kermit the Frog prepubescent but well yeah I murdered a lot of Muppets characters <laughs> so yeah I murdered my family that's proof that demonic possession is real yeah <laughs> you guys don't believe me I would never do that <laughs> come on I've been seeing this for years. If I kill my family one day, it wasn't me. They wouldn't let me admit that in the trial, would they? <laughs> it was rigged. It's like it's like putting out um, putting out tweets that you're not suicidal, like on a regular basis for like twenty years, like slowly planning for your suicide just to it's fuck, like y'all to fuck quit with people. Sending me the one eight hundred suicide hotline. I'm not really going to do it. Like the ultimate long con to like create this mystery around your death when you actually just killed yourself. That's cool. That's a good idea, actually. It's the, the ghost market that right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's always a. Uh, it's always a lucrative source, you know. I know how to get rid of my student debt. <laughs> <laughs> there's this. There's this meme. But my buddy Judge. Said where it's like this kid in a wheelchair and just smiling as happy as could be, like hand up, like waving. And it's like, like, would you kill me for a thousand dollars? Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I was like, what if? Just what if? The kid's an idiot, right? And that's his price, mm-hmm. right? Like, yeah, I let you kill me, but hundred big or a thousand big ones first, cash. Yeah. Money up front. <laughs> and and Judd, Judd was like, like, well, the last guy did a lousy job. He just put me in this chair, so make sure. Oh, God. Oh, God. As long as you promise to finish what you started. Lucky, luckily, I had $1,000 to get a nice chair. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, good stuff. Well... Joe, we've got a we've got a two new EPs for Captain of the Gourd. Is yeah, that, cor- is that correct? We got yeah, that's right. All all hollows and sloppy steak. Yeah, sloppy steaks. <laughs> <laughs> they're just like uh, there's. I made those on a circuit um, rhythm, which is kind of it's a cool thing. It just came out like a year or two ago, but uh, it's the sound quality is not what I wanted, but I liked the songs I made on it, so I put those out and then uh, or the ones that were I really liked I put out and then um, yeah I plan on just putting out like an EP up on DistroKid probably once a month ish I dig them man I, I, I mean I like the All Hallows because it's like you know it's all, it's all spooky you yeah. know but like I mean I like uh, I like all of it dude I like the um, like I said it uh, made me smile made me move my body while I was listening to it yeah you know just kind of going for like it's like I'm trying to make lo-fi but like hip-hop but I end up making like lo-fi like 
like eighties hip hop. It seems like it's, oh, it's yeah. a little bit. It's a bit more like it's almost hip jive. You know, like, <laughs> <laughs> it just ends up being more funky, I guess. Like, it's got like a uh, like a uh, what you call it? almost like a progressive EDM like kind of thing, but like you know, not something that uh, you know you can dance to for ten minutes. You know, it's yeah, not like that kind. The 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 blood rave from. Blade One, you know, <laughs> eleven minute. It's like if, mix. If, if Jay Dilla made songs like that, basically. Hell yeah. I dig it. If that's not giving myself too big of a compliment, <laughs> but yeah, that's the vibe. I dig it for sure. Well, uh, so people can find it on Spotify. Is that correct? Yeah, on, um, on Spotify. I'm on SoundCloud at, too. That C A P T of the Gore. Yeah. I don't know why. I just made a decision. Then you got like you're like oh, I'm stuck with this now. It's like Bob Ross's hair, you know. Not that I don't like it. I like it. And everyone seems to get it. They're like, is it Captain or Captain? No, everyone's just like Captain. I'm like, all right, cool. They get it. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. But um, also on Instagram, Captain of the Gourd. If you're an if you're a musician and you want to collaborate on something, we can collaborate on something sometime. I'm really into just like. Just trying to make new stuff, and you know, I, th- I think it's uh, it's paramount to any creative is to keep creating. Mm-hmm. You know, there's um, there's a, a book I uh, really like. It's short. That's probably why I really like it because I'm not very well uh, well read. But um, it's uh, called Art and Fear, uh, and it talks about that uh, difference between. Uh, quality and, and quantity when it comes to art making and that there was this one class that he split into two different groups one was uh, it's for a ceramics class right so one was they were going to be graded on how much weight they produce so the more pots they made the better the other half was told to make one pot for the whole semester and the folks that were continually making pots, their pots got better and better and better. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, the ones that only had to make one pot, some did very well, but most were, you know, they didn't do as much as the folks are just like, let me just keep churning stuff out, yeah. you know, keep making stuff. That's definitely been my ethos with doing these things. You gotta just make a bunch of stuff. Well, yeah, you gotta you gotta make sure that your, um, your creative muscles stay in shape, mm-hmm. you know. I've like with me with painting, oh, I'm so rusty, dude. It would it would take me a a while to get like my chops back up. But like with uh, music and whatnot, like I like I have to stay sharp with stuff. Otherwise, like I literally start to like forget things. I'll lose like my muscle memory and dexterity. Mm-hmm. The latter of those two are are kind of gonna uh, dissipate with age yeah. anyway. You know, so. I, I'm always excited for new Captain of the Board stuff. Yeah, I, man. I, I like it. I, I I love it, too. It's like therapy for me, basically. So, You uh, 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 ever thought about uh, uh, doing more uh, uh, vocal and lyric stuff with a different project? Um, I really just want to like get someone to throw vocals on what I'm doing with that. And, you know, I can change things around like but you know just like get someone to rap or 
something. I've really been getting more into hip hop and just like kind of delving into that and just the way that like a good lyricist like can really sculpt the beat and like mold it around this thing and completely change things. Like I mm -hmm. want to collaborate with someone that's interested in like or who wants to just like all right I want to make I want to just throw down lyrics all the time you know like someone who's just trying to do that I think like I'm not the, I mean obviously there's a lot of people doing that I'm on reddit with the making hip-hop group and there's like um a little uh enigmatic electronics and nebula hip-hop or whatever they do a little live stream and they do open submissions and I submit to that and you know they'll go over your track and it's also so that everyone can kind of hear other people on the channel and be like all of you aren't doing anything look at y'all have very few followers you know like let's do these collaborations like they're just trying to that's really that. cool get it just get it some exposure mm -hmm. that's yeah that's rad but they, i didn't even know you were doing this project i have to check this out yeah i mean i, I would love old school hip-hop so yeah i mean oh y'all know I'm captain of the gore no i had slaps, no idea it's it's it. it's like I'm not just saying that like like to be kind to you know like it's it's good shit man. hell yeah it's good shit it's especially with like I like that there were like I guess they were released like a day a piece like the two EPs or whatnot oh uh, yeah they were I I think I released them both like this month mm -hmm. basically it's it's it essentially like plays out like I mean like one big LP so you get like 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 ten eleven minutes of content like mm -hmm. on on each side and like all hallows eve like has a whole vibe going through it i really like i forget which tune it is but it's one on there it's got like a tiny like little appreggio like just like oh like, yeah oh i think that might be um i think i called it what did i call it i think it's like the stalker four, i think it's four or five is it night stalker i think it might be night stalker but like Cause it comes. Oh no! You're thinking of the the Spooks tour one? Cause I just like kind of uh, recorded my backyard because there's a lot of bats. Mm. And I'm, I was just like, you hear it, and there's a lot of like, there's crickets, and then there's like, like you hear you can hear the bats doing echolocation. That's cool as shit. And yeah, then yeah. just like the one, it's just like <clears throat> you talking about like, where it's just like a guitar strum. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and then that's it's really minimalistic, but I wanted you know I was really just kind of creating that vibe. Like I wanted you to. I kind of like aim for like the music to be kind of evocative like I want you to like be able to put yourself somewhere like you hear it and this is like a vibe or whatever but quote a vibe but, <laughs> uh, like visionary almost yeah yeah but like uh so like this one I really want it to be like it's like a you know you know like how fall is in Georgia I feel like fall for us is like spring in other places because it's like the heat dissipates finally we can open up all our doors air out the house right like it's just this it's this like rebirth in the south we're just like oh thank god <laughs> you know it's yeah. almost like i feel like we you know when canadians like when the snow melts or something mm. so it like i almost feel like like that's why i like halloween it's the month that like my daughter was born so i'm like just it's just a good time of year for me and like I just wanted to bring a lot of that into it. Like, so that song in particular, I just wanted to be like that, you know, you remember like putting on a costume and going out when you're a kid and just like running around the neighborhood and the night, it feels good. Yeah. Which a lot of times here, it's like hot still on October 31st. Mm -hmm. Past few years, we've actually had genuine fall weather though. But anyway, you know, just trying to create that, like I want to put you somewhere. Like I want you to, I don't know. It's, it's definitely uh, takes you uh, someplace. It's got a lot of, uh, of ear candy 
in it, which I'll, I always like. You know, yeah. like it's one one thing I've always preferred alternative and hip hop over like acoustic music because it's like, well, yeah, I mean it's it's beautiful sounds, but like, have you heard like whooshes and wails and delays and distortions and like <laughs> right, yeah, all these other like ear pleasing sounds, but like it, like I I like that it's um. Like it builds an environment for you to exist in, like even like for only like the two to three minutes that you're in there, like you're you're in it. Yeah, you know? you're you're submersed in it. Yeah, like it's like the the whole feeling for All Hallows. I wanted it to be like it's like the mid '90s, and you're uh, you know it's trying to bang Alicia went... Silverstone at the party, <laughs> 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 or you know it's it's just like that '80s '90s like um you're watching like a VHS tape of like some vampire movie like all those '80s vampire movies were so good not just like Lost Boys that was like the most serious one serious quote serious but yeah like but you know what I mean like there's just that yeah, some Fright Night like, vibes yeah and they'll throw in a like. I remember there was one vampire movie with LeVar Burton where just randomly they threw like a... Like, the whole thing hadn't been a musical, but everyone just starts dancing, like choreography dancing, like in the middle of it. And it's just like... Why is this happening? Wait, I have to, I have to find this. I, yeah, this might be a, a deep dive. I don't know. Yeah, I have no idea what you're talking about. LeVar Burton. I know LeVar Burton. I could be a... Um, Mandela affecting the hell out of it as well. If that's it, though. The Midnight Hour? The Midnight Hour? Let's see. Come on. That picture, though, where he's, like, smiling right there, that's what I remember. That's the... And it's shortly <laughs> after that, or after, like, they do a dance scene or something. It's very thriller-ish. Yeah, the, the Midnight Hour. It was uh, Macaulay Culkin's first screen role. As really? Uncredited <laughs> trick or treater. I don't remember, I don't remember that part, but, uh, yeah. I think I was probably just like, why is the guy from Reading Rainbow a vampire? LeVar Burton vampire dance. Show me. He says, I haven't seen the midnight hour in a while. Let's see. Looks like it's just a trailer. That's, that's just a... That looks like a gif. Yeah. Boo. <laughs> Anyways, I don't know. But it's, it's you know, that whole vibe, like the 80s I, vampires were, like, or in late 70s vampires, too. Like, it's I, like, uh, I like the Monster Squad a lot as a as a kid. That was uh, oh, yeah, my yeah, 80s, yeah. 80s movie. Uh, Dracula comes back to Southern California or someplace in the 80s. And resurrects a mummy, the creature from the Black Lagoon, Frankenstein's monster, and a wolfman <laughs> to usher in a, a new age of darkness. Yeah. That sounds very 80s. And the only people I can stop him are like, it's, it's like great value Corey Haim and Corey Feldman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> great value, though. <laughs> I mean, they, hey, they defeated Dracula. I'm not saying that's there's value to that. You, we could be living in a hell right now. <laughs> hell on earth. Uh, uh, yeah. Joe, thanks so much for uh, for coming and talking with us, man. Yeah, man, this is great. Um, 
always glad to be back. Uh, yeah, I sure. definitely can do it again. Heck yeah. Oh, Ted? Oh yeah, always good. Ple pleasure as always. I'm excited to check out this Captain of the Gore. That sounds like it's right up my alley. Oh yeah. Listen to so. it on the way home. Yeah, you'd yeah, like man. it. Yeah. Well, later, y'all. Thanks again. Later. How do I work this thing? How do you